Yo, what up? It's your boy, Imperator Rose. Check this out. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and don't really know where to start, just know that Anchor is one of the easiest ways to start a podcast. Let me tell you how. First off, it's free. And I mean, who doesn't like free, right? They even have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So if you're really trying to make it happen, make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And it's your boy, Imperator Rose. And it's that dude called Theory. And this right here is Stop the Foolishness. Where each week, this trio of primos will give you our take on some of the most foolish shit that's happened around the country from this past week. From politics to pop culture, nothing's off limits in this war room. Yo, it show sure ain't. So if you're trying to figure out how this country got to this point, then come kick it with us each week as we do our best to try and stop the foolishness. Yo, what up? Welcome back to Stop the Foolishness. This is episode 25. 25. Yeah, yeah. We are getting there, man. 25 like, in the building. Yeah. Quarter century. Mark, here we Damn. are. You know what I'm saying? Uh, how was y'all week, man? Wonderful. Uh, actually, I'm not going to lie. My week's been pretty good, especially I got that extra day off Monday. So I was hating okay, like a motherfucker, okay. man. Don't come through winter storm. Go on, come through winter storm so I can stay home for a day. What kind of bullshit is that, man? Oh, you was off oh, you was off because of the snow and shit? Yeah, yeah. yeah, bro, some yeah we got we got we pretty much got snowed in. So yeah, I didn't have to go to work Monday. Yeah. I got to, I mean, I still logged in from work from home, like check some emails. I had to clear up like certain things, stuff like that, but sh- that was fine. I was still, you know, t- t- chilling in my PJs, calling it a day. Calling it a day. <laughs> that some, whole part. Some I was good. <laughs> That's good. Swag, bro. Okay. We live actually. Does Houston? Does Houston get snow? Nah, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what, that's what I thought. So I'm mean, even nah. think about it like this. You know, us being in non-snow places and stuff. I mean, we're lucky. You know, what I'm saying we got to deal with that bullshit. So I don't know, man. I ain't never been around snow. Cause I kind of want to live near snow. Oh, okay, I I okay. Would, I think I would fuck I with you. it because I don't fuck with the heat on any level whatsoever. <laughs> the heat, being a person that's lived in like I would say probably all, all fucking climates, growing up in Alaska, living in dry ass desert heat Arizona, living in humid ass Florida. Um, honestly, I don't know. I think I think nothing beats Florida weather. Honestly, I, I I'd honestly rather the humid than the dry heat. But I do like the heat and not having to deal with snow, because I fucking hate snow. That shit. No, nah, fuck. It's that. just miserable. It's just, it's just miserable as shit. I fucks with the cold. Be I don't do the heat. Like I don't know how Ash feels, but that shit is miserable. Like, uh, I'm you know being in it for the past like four or five years, like I I get it. 
do without. Like, it's nice to experience it every now and yeah, then, but when yeah, it snows exactly. up here, it snows. Like, yeah. you know. I and, do like to visit, then, visit up north, but, like, to live there, hell. Yeah. Man. But it's cool now, to visit and shit, but. But the whole, like, shoveling and stuff is the pain. See, like, right now, I don't have to shovel. I live in an apartment. I park in a garage. I ain't got to do all that stuff. I pay for the parking. But when I first moved here into this apartment, I wasn't in the garage. And having to have to dig out the car and shovel, like, that shit ain't no joke. So I can't imagine people that has to do that shit for their homes, their driveways. Like, it could be a pain in the butt. It really can and then not just that, but even the roads, because all that salt and stuff they put on the road and yeah, you driving on it, yeah. that shit, you don't wash your car and take care of your car. That shit eats, yeah, man, that your, shit eats your, your car, car. up. Yeah. yeah. That's true. You know, so it's just, it's a lot of maintenance. Yes, yeah, just a lot of maintenance and stuff behind it. So like, yeah. I'm all, I, I love snow. I'm all down with it, like visiting and planning it and stuff like that. But to constantly be in it, like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm pulling a cuz on this one. Nah. Yeah. I remember, I remember we first moved from Atlanta. <laughs> we moved from Atlanta to Alaska. And then when wintertime came, everybody was like, oh, you got to get your snow tires on and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, snow tires? Like, yeah, you got to get your snow tires. I'm like, so in the wintertime, you got to change tires on your car? And they were like, yeah. And then you change them back for the summer. I'm like, nigga, this is stupid. <laughs> that is wild, though. <laughs> Too much weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a lot. It's like a lot of shit that goes into it. That's, I'm just like, okay. fuck all that right. snow shit. Fuck that shit. I'm still walking down. <laughs> okay. Have well, you ever been in snow though, cuz? No, nah, never. I lived in Houston oh, my wow. whole life, nigga. What part is on Houston? No, but I'm just saying, like, maybe you like traveled or something, you know, like went to like. We've had like many snow days in Houston. And that's gotcha. like not even. Worth if it's anything about. like that video you sent that one day, that ain't no snow. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we never had like full blown snow. So I'm talking about we up here, up here like two in, uh, two feet and shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm trying to. I mean, I ain't trying to be no two feet shit, but yeah, I get you. All right, uh, let's get back to it though. So welcome back, everybody. Um, this is Stop the Foolishness, where each week we bring to you the most foolish story from the past week, where you, as the fan, get to go vote for who you feel had the most foolish story that week. Uh, with that being said, though, we wrapped up the month of January, and we finally got a voting total for our winner. So, coming in second place with six votes. Okay. Niggas like, hold on, cut. Is this nigga talking? Is this, yeah. is this nigga cut out? I swear, I swear to God, I, I, I literally swear to God, I was about to exit out of this bitch. I was like, oh fuck, my internet. I said hello right at the right time. Cause I was waiting, I was waiting. I was like, oh shit, this bitch cut out. And I was about to click that bitch and get back in. Oh. Well, here we go again. Okay. Well, that's too funny. With six votes, it was a two-way tie between cuz and myself. So And our winner for the month of January, taking the very first monthly total of seven. I feel like I feel like a nigga in the octagon that's like pounding the shit out of a nigga just to get caught in like some fucking armbar or some shit, nigga. Like like or you know saying you hand a nigga like you you eight rounds to ten right now, and then a nigga catch you with an uppercut and in that hoe. 
Like, it's some bullshit. But go ahead. Give her a round of applause, y'all. She won in one fucking week. She ain't get a vote in a single other week, nigga. But somehow won, bro. It's some bullshit. I'll take it. I'll take it. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Seven votes to six six. Okay. Thank you for the votes. Appreciate you. Whack. All right. Anyway. Come on. (laughs) Whack. If you had got at least one vote in every other week, I'd have been like, okay. But I do feel like you cheated. So in which case we're just gonna keep moving. But you gotta vote like every day, bro. Who who gets that, bro? I feel like it should. What's your boy oh my Emmanuel, goodness. bro? Don't have me. Don't have me find out. It's been you voting every fucking day, bro. <laughs> oh, bro. I Straight up, because Cuz guys votes back again because I knew instantly like the first day when when the vote came through, I was like, oh, I know who that is voting for Cuz because she gonna vote for Cuz regardless. So, Damn. I'm yeah. almost positive. You didn't get no votes the week that y'all broke up. I'm almost positive <laughs> that he has not voted. Uh, Maybe. Okay. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? <laughs> because right. we don't talk about it. We okay. don't talk about the voting. Okay. Oh, we need to. Wait a minute. Hold on. Tom, does he listen to the podcast? No, no, he's he's no, he's listened to it, but then you know, voted. just like everybody else, they keep forgetting to vote. But I mean, I, I, honestly, I don't know. I'm trying to hear that bullshit. Y'all cheated, man. Okay, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I take my L's on the chin, cuz you know what I'm saying. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying. I hold that shit. You know, it's an L. <laughs> Fuck it. You know. All right. But thank you to everybody that voted, though. If you don't know, you can head to www.stopthefoolishnesspodcast.com. Make sure you select, send, uh, submit that vote every single week also that's where you can write in all those dope ass listen letters uh so with that being said let's get to these life updates uh sis how's your weight loss journey going how's my what weight loss journey going it's been going good i'm i'm kind of like at a standstill so uh what i lost about 12 pounds i've been staying there okay all right yeah i mean i'm not mad about it yeah yeah so i kind of like plateaued i yeah yeah I ain't mad at it at all. Like, I'm so happy. In fact, you know, I lost the 12 pounds because, like I said, y'all know I just wasn't, I wasn't liking the direction I was going. So I'm still going the right direction. That's all that matters. As long as I ain't gaining, I'm straight. Straight. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Facts. That's right. Right, cuz how's wrestling going? How's school going? Man, great, man. So I had my first I had my first uh practice uh training session yesterday. Okay. Um it went well. Um so I mean basically for the first 6 weeks it's all just like conditioning and stuff like that, which I think is very good. Um I've actually been to wrestling school prior in the past and usually it's just like you sign up and on the first day your ass is doing rolls and taking bumps in the ring which a lot oh, of, wow. which, which if y'all don't know what trumps are that means rolls okay yeah, rolls and bumps yeah so like uh so like a part of the fundamentals in professional wrestling you gotta learn how to like roll and then um and then take a bump which basically is like basically it's just throwing your body down like on your back tucking your chin so your head doesn't hit the mat but just like throwing your body down to make that big boom sound when you slam on, onto the mat but basically a mat is all just fucking plywood it's plywood know, with, right? like, a thin, with like a thin piece <laughs> yeah. of fucking yeah so that's what, like wrestling fucking hurts like it's painful nigga <laughs> like, yeah that, yeah that's painful <laughs> So, yeah, so basically every other school I went to, they, I mean, first day, and I think basically they just try to, like, weed out, you know, I mean, pretty much just weed the out. The niggas that, that ain't going to make it. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, because everybody, you know, see like you can kind of tell stuff. from the beginning who's gonna who's gonna be able to tough it out and make it. Exactly, who's not. exactly. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying. A lot of times, people just have this thing in their imagination of because it's considered fake or whatever and stuff. Like, oh yeah, I can do this, and then they get in there and they like oh, that shit hurts, and then they quit like within a week. So maybe that's why they do it. But uh, this school I actually really like because it's six weeks of uh, conditioning, making sure niggas is in shape and stuff. And his philosophy is because he's very old school with it. He's just like, you got to earn your right to get into this ring. And like, you can't even touch the ring. He's like, you touch the ring, you get inside the ring, you're done. Like, don't ever come back here again. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so it's almost like a sacred thing, like to be able to step into the ring. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I mean, but you know, but that, you know. That's letting people know he's serious. You know, you yeah, got too yeah, many people serious. that, you know, don't take it serious and just want right, to play around right. and joke. Like, nah, that's exactly. not what this is about. Like, you either going to be about this life or not. So. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So, for the most part, it's been good. You know, I've been still keeping up with um, my weight training and weight loss and stuff. That's been um, pretty good. It's just, man, it's a fucking lot of food to eat, man. I, I pound down like 2,500 calories a day. Oh my goodness! Yeah, what? Yeah, uh, I be I be like, still, nine, I don't even think I hit a. I, I'm not even lie. I don't even think I hit a thousand a day. <laughs> yeah, that's because you starved yourself, sis. But it's I okay. <laughs> yes, you do. I, you know I what? I didn't. I didn't say. Myself. I did not say nothing today that you said this. But when you first started talking about intermittent fasting, you said you ate like two boiled eggs and like some other shit like all day. And I was thinking to myself, like, oh, well, of course crazy. you're losing weight. You're starving yourself. But okay. Well, yeah. but, <laughs> like, but the thing is. And that's so probably we, why it's probably why too you plateau because yeah because people be starving themselves to, like, and then yeah, be like wondering like you know what I'm yeah. saying like ah uh, oh, dog I lost like five of course you lost five pounds you're starving yourself like that's that's, but that's it, the thing it's I'm a mathematics not. like I drink my protein shakes if you were eating you know, a thousand just, calories I, are you I working out eat, actually I'm not gonna lie I haven't worked out in like okay two weeks. all right then never mind okay. I would say uh, if you're working out, like, if you're working out and you're only eating a thousand calories a day. Oh no, there's no you way. You're starving yourself. Pass, yeah, I'll probably pass out on the floor. Yeah. Ain't no yeah. way. No, 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 no. I haven't worked out in like two weeks. Yeah, I was about to say I ain't blast you that day. I was like, you know, I'm gonna let her make it with a intermittent fasting. <laughs> <shit." laughs> I'm gonna let her, but, <laughs> I'm gonna let her make it. But <laughs> I'm gonna let her live another day. <laughs> she just told me she's starving herself, and she's all like, "Yeah, I lost five pounds, of course, because you're starving <laughs> yourself." <laughs> like, well, <laughs> but you know what though? Like, I ain't gonna lie. I tried the intermittent fasting. Homegirl be getting hungry, like. I at least, if I don't eat in the morning, I at least do a protein shake. Uh, again, right? Like, so just skipping breakfast is, uh, you know what I'm not yeah. But that's right. a meal replacement. Huh? But that's a meal But not really, because I mean, you got to think, it, like, if you're taking like one scoop of protein, that's only like usually a scoop of protein is like 120 calories. So well, about two scoops. Really, okay, so again, <laughs> y'all, need to, y'all, need to, y'all need to go read this book called, uh, um, I think it's, what is it? It's a... Uh, Carbs count, fat matters, protein is something, but calories are king. Like y'all, and then that that they'll give you enough knowledge to understand that y'all yeah. be acting. And it's, and it's pretty much the, all about the rice though, too, because I'm putting twenty five hundred calories, but it's all like literally like your macros. It's your proteins, carbs, and fats. Yeah, I just and mean, that's okay. and, that, and that's pretty much where it's coming from. So yeah. Yeah. I just been eating what the fuck I want. I lost seven pounds. So, <laughs> like, yeah, I've dropped two belt loops in like, you know, two weeks now. Just squatting. Well, they just want to be, just squatting to just be a fucking strong man. Watch me a strong man competitor. Just, he just wants, that's what they do. Hey, you know, whatever. And then just they strong as shit. That's yeah. all he wants to be a strong. I was talking to my coworker one day. He was all like, yeah, man, I'm about to go on this. Uh, what do you say? What do you say? Fucking cracker diet or some shit like that? I don't know. Cracker. Man. It what? was it was somewhere you eat like two crackers and some shit and I was all like yeah okay what is it like that military diet yeah I think that's what he yeah, said they all the same shit that uh uh 
um, sis show too, right? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You with the yourself to death. the egg, yeah. the half an apple, whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, right. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Nah, to me, to me, the thing that you know, what I'm saying to me, the thing about those things, though, real quick, is to me, if you're trying to lose weight or like that and stuff, like to me, it's supposed to be a lifestyle change. You know exactly, what I'm saying? And right. that's even why exactly. I always hate yeah. the word diet. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know what I'm saying? It should be a lifestyle change. So it should be, you should be doing something that you can consistently do for the rest of your life. I don't you know, know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, you know, it's and, funny and you said that because I was just telling my, my coworker, my appointment clerk that I was like, you know what? I don't even want to diet diet because I still want to eat what I want to enjoy it. It's just yeah. do it in moderations and portions. Just don't get crazy yeah. about it. Because I mean, that's like, just not sustainable. I ain't giving up burgers. Like I'm going to eat me a burger. And a boiled egg or some bullshit. My thing, like, what? My thing is, <laughs> is that? that when you're younger, you fall down the rabbit hole. But there's a point when you get to like where you're a grown ass adult and you should understand mm-hmm. goofy shit versus actual <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, like shit that <laughs> makes sense. Shit. Like, so when people be saying goofy shit, which I, I mean, I'm not going to get you this because once again, but people say goofy shit like intermittent fasting, like, or like the boiled egg diet. No, it was the boiled egg diet. That's what it was. It wasn't no military diet. It was the boiled egg diet where he like two boiled eggs breakfast and some other shit that he like tomato on like a, a piece of toast. And I think to myself, like, dude, add up all them calories, man. And, and tell me, I mean, you, Oh, okay. So that equal equals to like 750 calories. You're, you're going to lose weight <laughs> the first two weeks. Then when you start yeah. dying the third week and you're in the hospital, because you know what I'm saying? Your kidneys and your fucking liver <laughs> are shut down. <laughs> You're, you're gonna wish you hadn't done this dumb I shit. I cannot with you. <laughs> you know? He said, "When well, you're dying the third week at the yeah. hospital, I cannot." <laughs> yeah. Okay. I absolutely. Real quick, what are y'all thoughts on keto? Keto. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I mean, you can. I mean, I mean, you're definitely gonna lose weight because you're 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 taking out carbs and stuff. But I but don't it, believe in it. I believe your body needs carbs. But again, the the issue is is. uh Keto does work right, but keto still follows the basic scientific 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 functions of your body, which is calories are king. So if you ate five thousand calories of protein, you would gain weight. It doesn't matter. You yeah. eat five thousand mm-hmm. calories of broccoli, you would gain weight. You just mm. can't eat five thousand calories of yeah. bro- broccoli. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's calories in, calories out. That's like, just pretty much. So again, right? That's why me, I'm gonna eat whatever the fuck I want. I lost seven pounds, right? Because I've been cutting calories. I didn't really want to, you know what I'm saying? But I was all like, okay. Feet starting kind of hurt. All right, let me come back. Proud of you, shit. bro. Proud of you. Know? you. I know, right? It's good. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Straight up. Yeah, so. that's how my homeboy is too. My homeboy, my best friend, um, uh, yeah. uh, Alaska. Um, he he does like this nigga eats pizza, burgers, whatever the fuck he wants to, or whatever drinks, alcohol, everything. But he outworks his diet. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. To me, a lot of people don't have the discipline to outwork that. Like he's in the gym every fucking day. Yeah, you got to. You got to. So you can do that. Yeah. yeah, you got to yeah, be super exactly because he puts in a lot of calories, but he's burning a lot too, or whatever and stuff. Yeah. Which a lot of people don't have the discipline to do that shit. They to go do work that. out yeah. three mm-hmm. times a week see, and then want to eat a bunch of burgers and shit like but that's that. That's why I started lifting again because I was all like, "Yo, I need to like outwork this shit because otherwise I'm just gonna keep gaining weight." So let me just go ahead and hit this gym. So then I can eat what the fuck I want. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Right. All right, cool. Let's get off of that though. <laughs> All right. So today's February third. It is Black History Month, y'all. Shout out to what? Black History Month. Shout out. Gonna drop that thing real quick. Shout it out. Uh yeah. Hey, hey, hey. hey. One hey, time for the culture. Hey. Yeah. Mm, mm. Uh, uh, uh. I got one ball, Stop. two ball, three on the dick. 
What? Nigga. Yo, wait a minute. How Why? Are we, we trying to celebrate Why? black history and you come with this ignorance. This fucking we are so really my dick, is, ass, my dick is black history y'all this uh, shit is uh, black history right here i'll make my ancestors proud in this motherfucker you feel me get this, you get need this help. out of here you do seriously you all right put him on mute <laughs> <laughs> like edit him nigga. out like you know just edit him out okay anyway you, you go to corner you in punishment here we yeah, are trying to celebrate black history get off this nigga someone give y'all two <laughs> Two things. I was gonna go back to his meat. I can I, I don't understand. Hey, listen, I'm just skipping past that shit. We just gonna ignore that shit. <laughs> Full out of the episode. It happened. It's over. Boom. On to the next thing. Okay. So in honor of Black History Month, man, I came across one current story, and then ooh, I'm gonna talk about a inspirational black leader who uh, most people may not know. So um, I came across a story on my Facebook feed, and I wanted to read about it because it's dope. So title of the article is high school principal works night shift at Walmart donates paycheck to students in need. Uh, in North in North Charleston, South Carolina moved by a need to help his students, a South Carolina high school principal took on a part-time job at Walmart and donated his paycheck to those in need. Henry Darby, a black man principal at North Charleston high school is considered his community's guardian angel. A couple of years ago, I had two students who were female sleeping under the bridge there was another situation where a former student of mine, her daughter, was sleeping in their car, and another situation where a former student needed funds for her water and light bills. Understanding the bigger picture, Darby took action. He started working at Walmart three nights a week, stocking shelves from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. Oh, my God. Okay. I was taught if your hands find something to do, do it. So I came to myself and said, perhaps I need another job in terms of part-time, he said. He said one of his students recognized him on his very first night of work. Someone yelled, hey, Mr. Darby, you're working at Walmart. Aren't you the principal? And it blew me out of the water. So at that time, I said, that's it. I'll just do what I need. He said his decision to stand and deliver his lead to his decision to stand and deliver has led to close to a thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars in donations from all over the country. Now that Darby story has gone viral, Walmart has donated 50,000 to North Charleston High School. So shout out to Mr. Darby. Shout out to him. You know, saying I'm, I'm actually glad you shared I love, that story because yeah, I love hearing and, stuff and like that. that. Yeah, so I'm glad it's you fire, bro. That. That's it's great. Fire, yeah, man. it's it's, it's good, good to know. You know, you have really good heart, good hearted people out there that like truly yeah. cares and you know want to give back, especially when they're blessed and they want to give back in any way they can. Facts, man. I mean, you just gotta yeah. shout out to him, man, because that's a true educator. Although mm-hmm. you know, you ain't gotta go through all that. You know, there's definitely dope educators out here, but that's somebody going above and beyond the call of duty. So shout out to Mr. Darby, man. All right. Next, let's get into. So I decided that each week during the Black History Month, I would highlight civil rights leaders and activists uh, from mm-hmm. history. But primarily, I wanted to focus on people that aren't in the limelight, that weren't the Malcolm mm-hmm. X, that weren't the uh, Nina Simone. More like a the, little bit behind the, the scenes, scenes that yeah. didn't get the. People was behind the scenes, yeah. but definitely made it happen. Or maybe some people who were in the scenes, but people who don't think of, like, it's not the first person that come to your brain. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So up this week is Miss Ella J. Baker. Baker. So. I was trying to find multiple things to talk about on her, on her and I came across the Time Magazine article uh, that was written on January uh, 17th, 16th of 2017, which was uh, Martin Luther King Day that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was written by Julie Skelfo. title of the article is, On MLK Day, Honor the Mother of the Civil Rights Movement Too. 
when Americans cro- across the country pay tribute to a civil rights leader that President Ronald Reagan describes as America's preeminent nonviolent commander, most people will appropriately be thinking of Dr. Martin Luther King in whose honor the federal holiday we established in 1983. But there is a lesser known civil rights figure without whom Dr. King's work and nothing less than the entire civil rights movement of the 1960s may not have succeeded and whose absence from the iconography of of American history is a disservice to all citizens. Ella J. Baker, a granddaughter of slaves who graduated valedictorian from Raleigh Shaw University in 1927, Baker spent nearly half a century raising the political consciousness of Americans and played a major role in the three of the 20th century's most influential civil rights groups, the National Association or the Advancement of Colored People, NAACP, the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, SCLC, and Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, SNCC, pronounced SNCC. While those groups typically had male figureheads, it was Baker who, first as an NAACP field secretary and later as its director of branches, spent the 1940s traveling from small town to small town, convincing ordinary black citizens <clears throat> who had been enslaved and terrorized for more than 200 years to join together and peaceably insist that they were deserving of basic human rights. Born in Northfolk, Virginia, Baker grew up in rural North Carolina, where she developed a deep sense of self-respect. Her parents shared their food with hungry people, hungry neighbors. Her grandmother told her how, told her how she endured a savage whipping rather than agree to marry a man chosen for her by a master. Utilizing her iron will and a gift for listening, Baker helped local leaders carefully craft and implement targeted campaigns against lynching for job training and for black teachers to get equal pay. She also was a adept at recognizing talent and help co- coax uh, capable rank and file members into taking leadership roles. Among the participants at one of her workshops was an NAACP member from Montgomery, Alabama named Rosa Parks. After resigning from the national organization in 1946, she had returned to Harlem to raise a niece. Baker stayed involved in, in his New York chapter and in 1952 was elected as president, the first ever woman in that role. There, she built coalitions with other groups, worked on a campaign to end school segregation, and even publicly confronted the mayor. But after the success of the Montgomery bus boycotts, touched off by Rosa Parks' refusal to yield her seat to a white man on December 1st, 1955, many black leaders, including Martin Luther King Jr., decided they wanted to establish a formal organization to build similar boycotts throughout the South. Dr. King, a gifted speaker who was chosen to be the organization's figurehead, According to several historians, including biographer Barbara Ransby, writing in her book, Ella Baker and the Black Freedom Movement, A Radical Democratic Vision, it was Baker who principally framed the issues and set the group's agenda. In 1958, she moved to Atlanta to spearhead what had become the the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, the group primarily associated with Dr. King. The two and a half years, for two and a half years in an era before the internet, Rolodexes or social media, Baker utilized her skills, experience, and contract and contacts to plan events, identify and establish protests and campaigns, and select and train various individuals to lead them. Her relationship with Dr. King, however, was tense. Despite her level of experience and proven track record, he had difficulty allowing a woman's decision to trump its own. And her idea was that organizations should devote its resources more to promoting and enabling its overall mission rather than celebrating a charismatic leader. Wyatt C. Walker, an early SCLC board member, told the filmmaker Joanne Grant that the minister's refusal to follow Baker's advice was in practice with the era's norms. This was before the days of women's liberations, he said in the 1981 film Fundy, the story of Ella Baker. Going to great lengths to avoid the word 
chauvinist, chauvinist, Mr. Walker instead explained how you, unless someone was male and a member of the inner circle of the church, that it could be difficult to overcome the preacher's ego. Frustrated, Baker was on the brink of resigning in 1960 when a group of college students refused to leave a Woolworth lunch counter in Greensboro, North Carolina, having always believed that meaningful change happens on the streets and not just from the court ruling. She wrote a letter to SCLC letter, SCLC letterhead calling student leaders all over the South to join and begin working together. The days, the day long conference held over Easter weekend at Shaw university yielded the student nonviolent coordinating committee, SCNC, SNCC, a youth led group that helped organize the 1961 freedom riots directed many of the black voter registration drives in the South and drew national attention during the Mississippi freedom summer of 1964, when the three SNCC workers were killed by white supremacists. So if Baker was so important. Why isn't her name as well known to Americans uh, as Dr. King's or Rosa Parks for that matter? For starters, Baker was never interested in the spotlight and devoted no effort whatsoever to seeking recognition. Instead, like all the world's greatest teachers and editors, she enjoyed the pleasure of watching others reach their own potential. I found a greater sense of importance by being a part of who we're growing, Baker said in Grant's film. Secondly, despite Baker's gifts for leadership and oratory, the SCLC pastors, intent on preserving their patriarchal hierarchy, refused to allow her to share in their privilege, in their prestige. Despite protests from key advisors, Dr. King initially granted her only the title of provisional executive director, which obscured her true importance. Finally, there is the nature of storytelling itself and the inherent difficulty of conveying in a compelling way, what could be described as the nuts and bolts of emotional labor. Baker spent years of her life performing the essential, but far from glamorous act of listening, a crucial first step in helping uh, belligerent black develop uh, black develop enough self-worth to the man being treated with dignity in an environment where they had every reason to fear brutality and economic reprisal from their white neighbors. She also understood group dynamics and how to empower people to join forces, a delicate task that involves responding to a wide array of human feelings. A narrative about this kind of work is inherently less dramatic and far more complicated than say the tale of a discreet act of bravery on a bus. But Great leaders have recognized for centuries that high, the high emotional intelligence or the ability to recognize and respond to other people's feelings is central to successfully influencing them. So I will be honoring Dr. King and recalling the wearing, wearing the 15 year struggle it took to enact the federal holiday after uh, representative John Conyers of Michigan first introduced legislation four days after Dr. King's murder in 1968. But why not also pay tribute to Ella Baker, the mother of the civil rights movement without her Americans of all colors may have never received Dr. King's message. So shout out to Miss Ella Baker for holding it down for all blacks across America and all over the world by being, absolutely by being the backbone of the movement from behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Land yeah, the foundation even, straight up. Right. I never even heard of her before. Yeah. So. Bro, I guarantee yeah. you most people that listen to this shit would have never heard of Ella Baker. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Cool. So be on the lookout for next week as we will do somebody else. All right. Yo, I didn't know that Martin Luther King was a male chauvinist. That's crazy. Uh, Yeah, bro. Uh, Did you have y'all seen the Madam CJ Walker uh, Netflix special? I saw like the first two episodes, but not like the whole thing. Okay. I think in the second episode, she was going to meet with Thurgood Marshall, but he didn't want her to get on the stage because she was a woman. And speak to mm. like the men. Oh, yeah, go watch this shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. Patriot, Patriot, like once again, like 
you know, that patriarchal shit is like existed for dawning of time, right? So white men hated black men, but you know, and black men hated black women. So, you know, ain't what I'm that saying? Something? Like, <laughs> like, you know, ain't that something? Like, we supposed to be fighting not to be hating, yeah. we being hated on. It's crazy. Yeah. So, in which case, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but, you know, we getting past all that bullshit. So, yeah, but Absolutely. go watch, go watch, go watch that series, man. You'll see that, like, yeah, it was hard for her to get. She had a great product, but it was hard for her to get funding or like you know, um, investors to like buy into her shit. You know, what I'm saying because it was a man, and like you could yeah. see like in the like when the men would come in to talk, they would talk to the husband who ain't have no say so and like the shit. It was it oh was yeah, wild. that's what they did back yeah, then. So, yeah, like yeah, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, now let's get into these arcs of the week. Cause <laughs> let's go. Yes. Um, so I had an irk, but then it got changed today when I got a notification on my phone. So I'm going to use this. Um, Uh this Uh is actually going to tie in, tie in a little bit to my foolish story, but, um, my irk is, I'm a huge, huge, huge fight fan. Okay. Um, I'm a probably, probably about as equal a fight fan as I am a wrestling fan. Like I love boxing. I'm a huge boxing fan. Um, and I'm sick and tired of seeing these fucking weak ass celebrity boxing matches. <laughs> Yo, okay. you see like, the latest these ones? Shits, these shits is like, yeah, <laughs> Lamar, Lamar Odom. Odom. Like, Odom don't yep. nobody want to see your ass. <laughs> Apparently, oh, there's a market for it. Nigga. Talking about what I said earlier, niggas not wasting yeah. money on shit that ain't a market for niggas. So somebody want to see this nigga fight? I mean, exactly. Yes, watch, but I'm just saying, me. Me as a boxing fan purist, and I enjoy the art and the sweet science, as they say, mm-hmm. of boxing. Like this shit is like starting to piss me off. Okay, like it's just like okay. yo, like, like no, like to, I don't know. To me, it's just like disgracing the art of like what boxing is. I mean, I can see just that throwing like, some yeah. celebrities in there. Oh, yeah. absolutely, you know absolutely. just for some money. You know what I'm saying? But at the end, I know everything is about money, so. Hey, whatever, man. Make y'all millions. Do what y'all do. But just as a just as a real boxing fan, like that shit is just like annoying. Like every time you look around, it's like now it's like it's almost like that's like the new wave, like the new thing to do. Like let's just you know what I'm saying Nate <laughs> yeah. Robinson and you know it's just like come on yo, like all these motherfuckers like hey, once that are again, athletes, if it, like if it's a market for it, they'll they'll find that shit. Yeah, so somebody yeah. wants to see Lamar Odom get beat yeah. up. It, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or well, who's fighting? Who's who's the white dude he's fighting? Yeah. Aaron Carter. Who the fuck is that? That's uh, what's his name, brother? That sings uh with the uh, Backstreet. Uh, what was his name? I don't wait. So somebody's brother is famous just uh, for being Nick his Carter, brother. Nick Carter. What no, Nick no, Carter? No, no, yeah, name? so no, he's Nick Carter, Carter brother. Aaron Carter was a singer too, but he just wasn't. Yeah, yeah, he was. He he wasn't oh, okay. as famous as his brother he Nick because Nick was on Backstreet, I'm but saying, he right? did like, come out with some songs. Yeah. <laughs> I say so. This nigga just like, famous for being somebody's brother. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Like, so, right. so yeah. So they supposed to fight or whatever, and I'm just like, come on, bro. Like this shit. Like I don't know, man. So that right there is my irk. Like, and and and, and no, Ash. I had actually found out um, before I had gotten a oh, follow okay. like boxing. Yeah, I have like boxing alerts from like gotcha. ESPN and you know different shit like that. So the shit just alerted me, and I'm like. Come on, man! Like another yep. little dumbass. I know when I came across that, yeah, when I came across that today too, I, I was man, like, "Yo, <laughs> it, is, it is quite embarrassing." Okay, all right, cuz sorry, it's very embarrassing. Man. It's like they're embarrassing themselves. 
Hey, yo, I mean, nigga, so yeah, man, that's you don't cut a nigga a check, you know what I'm saying? Right. That part. Yeah, right. I yeah. Guess. Whatever about this money, okay? Yeah. All right. Let's get into my arc. So my arc of week is my little brother, Max, man, for bringing over this fucking Oculus game system and having me play that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and me becoming addicted to that bullshit and having to buy one Hilarious. too, man. Yo, let me tell you. Yeah, let me tell y'all something. This Oculus little VR game system shit is fucking dope, nigga. Like, I don't even oh, care yeah, for I'm games no more, I bro. I told y'all when I was talking to y'all before y'all played it, I was like, yo, I'm jealous. I was like, like I'm not even into video games, but that shit looked that, dope. That as fuck. shit is live, Absolutely. nigga. It is live. Like, and then me and Trish got that hell today, right? Plug that hoe in. <laughs> we got that hoe today. Turn that hoe on. Started playing that bitch. That bitch died on us in the middle of the fucking game, bro. Because y'all ain't charge it. Look at our big it. ass kids. Fuck y'all couldn't even wait. Turn that bitch smooth on as soon as we got it, nigga. I booked, I booked that hoe. Prime member, nigga. Here in two days, bro. <laughs> got that motherfucker plugged in and started playing that hoe. Oh well, how man, much man, is man. that shit? I don't want to say on the podcast, but that motherfucker. <laughs> 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 well, we gonna say no podcast, but everybody out there, go look up that Oculus Prime. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, all right, fuck it, then niggas gonna know. All right, the motherfucker five hundred dollars, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I swear to God, that hoe worth it. Half a stack. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that hoe worth it, nigga. On top of that, bro, I had only burned like I had only burned like thirteen hundred calories. By the time we got done playing it, I had burned sixteen hundred for the day. Are you serious? Yeah, sixteen hundred. Yeah, so I burned three hundred calories Yo. playing that bitch. That hoe is lit. They even Why got the whole family going to have it. I, I, bro, I promise you. I say I'm by the summertime, we all going to have it in the house. I want one. <laughs> Tiffany and them going to get one. You, you already wrong, got like, it. I'm not even like a. Video, but like, what games do you play? Is it bro, like? Because so, it's not like you play Madden or nothing like that. So first right? off, it's so like first off, they games. they got like boxing games. They got like oh, shooting man. games, right? And so like, really, so the game's look, already built inside the system. Okay, now you gotta buy them, bitch. Or you have to buy them. You gotta buy separately. Them. You gotta buy them separately. Oh, okay, okay. So the so one it, is, okay, so it is a gaming system then. Yeah, it's yeah, it's basically like a gaming system. But the okay, shit is like a PS five. Shit, shit is lit as fuck. Cause also, right, they got like little apps where like you can track like your calorie count. So, bro, like you can like legitimately instead of like sitting around and not doing shit at the house, like you can get up and move around, bro. Cause like we like, be, ser- like we was sweating playing, playing the game, shit. having a good time, yeah. and burning calories. Facts. Cause like that 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 shit is lit, man. But uh yeah, that's my arc of the week, man. Little motherfucking man. Because he always so brings shit over and I don't be caring about it. Tell but me, this what time was that was spaceship box that he had? What's up? That shit that was all lit up with all them cut little. I, uh, I think that was oh, his custom com- built computer, right? Computer, nigga. Yeah. What the this fuck? This nigga said spaceship. Like, you know what? Spaceship box. Spaceship box. Yo, this that nigga. Oh, a, yo, y'all old, man. I swear y'all niggas old, bro. Swear y'all niggas old. That shit was a spaceship box, dog. Yeah, that shit into, was like an alien Max box. into that shit, man. I don't fucking care about that. So this game, does it, it, so you just hook it straight to your TV? Huh? It, uh, the, you, can, you gotta cast it to your TV if you want to oh, see it okay. on the TV. I got you. Uh, otherwise, you go. You, you can play it up to a spaceship, or you can play directly in the VR. Like you cast it oh, to the TV okay. so everybody else can see. But oh, like, yeah, you just got you. yeah, but, but you, you just, just the, do it through the VR where you yeah, you just you, in the crib you, by you. yourself. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, like, yeah, you got to cast it to the TV. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, that but part. Yeah, if you got like a Chromecast, a Fire Stick, or some shit, you can cast it to that shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I, I, I don't know about the Fire Stick. I don't know if you can cast to that. Uh, my fire stick is in, you know, the office, so I ain't never yeah. trying to cast that. But you can definitely cast the chrome stick, so. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, the chrome cast. All right. Okay. All right, sisters, so get to the arc of the week. I got to feel So, you know what what's crazy is. is, I didn't have one, but it popped up today. I know, right? I just knew yeah. that shit was going to be your arc of the week. 
Oh no! Actually, it actually wasn't that. Oh uh, damn! Some worse. Is, yeah. Wow. yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Especially when money's involved. Yeah. Oh okay. So, All right. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. So I'm waking up this morning. You know, uh, I gotta you know get an email on my cell phone or whatever, and I looked, and you know, uh, my electric bill. Okay. You know, I do automatic bill pay, so whatever. My electric bill, I don't pay for AC or heat. Like, that's how it works up here or whatever. I only pay for electric bill. I'm here by myself. I don't use lights like that. So, real talk, my electric bill always runs anywhere from $30 to 60 bucks. Okay. All right. No yeah. more than that, you know. So, I have it on automatic bill pay because I know it's usually never more than that or whatever. Yeah. So, um, I'm looking, I get the email. I'm looking, talking about $149 and some change. I'm like, the lies you tell. Wait a minute. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. What do you mean? It's, it's somebody listening to this shit like, girl, I wish my fucking light bill was $149. Exactly. <laughs> right. And you know, it's so funny you say that because I'm sure somebody would, but I've been here now like in this apartment four and a half years. So when you've gotten so used to only paying yeah. like $50, $60, like when you see $150, like something ain't right. Yeah, like, ain't wait, right. what? Well, yeah, yeah, something ain't right at all. Up. all right. It ain't adding up my, at all. I live in so a now I know last $80. month, Huh? I live in a What'd whole. I live in a whole house and my shit like eighty dollars. Step step y'all game up. Oh damn! damn. Yeah. Okay, your shit eighty dollars. Energy efficient homes, my nigga. Look it up. Okay, look it up, cuz. <laughs> yeah, step the game crazy. up. Out here winning. Had to pay too. That part. Had to pay a grip for this motherfucker, but that light bill low though. But it's okay. Light bill low though. <laughs> Right, so okay, so my last bill was a little bit on the higher side. It was 114, but I expected that because my mom was here, so she uses more, you know, the lights beyond stuff like that. I figured that no big deal, whatever. So then when I saw this bill, 149, I said, okay, wait a minute. Now hold y'all on, just cuss. went up from there. I'm here by myself, <laughs> huh? I was like, hold on, cuz. Yeah, exactly. Here? Like something ain't right. So I look at the statement. And then I noticed it said current charges, $39 and 66 cents. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, price forward $114. So they trying to say, I didn't pay the $114 from last bill. Hence why it's $149 and some change. So real talk, my bill is only supposed to be the $39 and some change, which makes sense. Right. But it doesn't make sense because, again, I have automated bill pay. So then I go to look at my bank statement like, shit, did they not take their payment out? Because I don't pay attention to it because it's on automatic bill pay. They never did. So I said, okay, what happened with that? So I went through this whole situation. Turned out they updated their new payment system. Ain't tell nobody. So I got to re-register my automated bill pay. Oh, damn. I'm sure glad I looked into that because... Who's to say I would have let this shit kept going thinking my bills man paying and would have came home one day with no electricity? Oh wait, but didn't they automatically <laughs> take out $150 though? No, they didn't. That's what oh, I'm saying. Oh, so you got so when I looked at my bill statement, my bills due on the 17th of every month. Okay. Okay. So they were sending me an email reminding me, oh, your bill's coming up due, which is fine, which they always do. But again, I signed up through their website for automatic bill pay, so they automatically take it out on the 17th. It turns out Last on January 17th, they never took out that original payment of the $114. And then with the current charges at the $39 is why it came out to the $149. Because they did that whole updated. So I'm no longer automatic bill pay. I didn't know. 
Okay. You get what I'm saying now? Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I got yeah. you. I'm just thinking exactly. that, like, you got so the, you know, saying that they had taken out yeah. under 50. No, 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 no. It was just a reminder, oh, your bill's coming up due on the 17th. So oh, my yeah. thing is, if I didn't look into that, my ass would have been sitting here thinking they is being paid. Yeah, lights are And then would have fucked around shit. one day, came home with no lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lights are off like a motherfucker. <laughs> with like a $400 bill. Like, <laughs> oh, this is what you owe. Like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that's no bueno. Exactly. So that, that was my irk today. Not here in Texas. They charge you to come turn that motherfucker back on. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> well, yeah. I'm sure they. I'm pretty yeah, sure they probably do that here too. Yeah, they they charge you a fee to have a nigga have to come back out there and turn your shit on, nigga. So it's like a lose lose situation. Exactly. Top to bottom, you, nigga. You got to pay the past due. Then on top of that, you got to pay what probably like a thirty forty dollar fee yeah, just for them to turn it back yeah, on. Just for them to send a nigga back out here turn your shit on. So yeah, that, that, that shit sucks. Okay. All right. So yeah, that was my irk. So I, I was just like, oh okay, okay. okay. That makes I sense. I see what y'all did. All right. I feel you. Okay. <laughs> All right, cut. All right. Oh, because you already went. Yeah, your shit was. Yeah, I already went. Your shit wasn't like you complain for no reason. All right, let's get into this. Uh, <laughs> actually, 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 real quick, I do have one little irk. Okay. Uh, it's uh, it's of you, Mister Imperator Rose. Oh damn! What I do? What? This this motherfucker right here. We could all be rich right now, and we don't even know, it. nigga. No, we couldn't, nigga. Oh! He was talking about the lottery. Why do you think I was throwing <laughs> them bitches away? This motherfucker didn't know when you played a Powerball. He thought that it was you either win the jackpot or nothing. He's at all or so nothing. So whenever he didn't win the jackpot, he never checked to see if maybe he had like two or three numbers in the Powerball. But so that ain't shit. Like a hundred dollars, something. It First all depends on the jackpot. If you got no. five yeah. numbers out of the six, you, it all depends on the jackpot. Yeah. You can win like yeah, a million like dollars. But again, y'all, like I didn't yeah. never got any. I got never got close. That's why I was throwing but the bitches he, away. He don't uh, know. Yes, I do. He didn't check for. Yes, I do. And then. <laughs> when I looked into it, if you got three, if you got three of the numbers, you only get like ten dollars. You have to get like a multiplier to get like a thousand. You have to get the 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 six multiplier or whatever. Like I I looked into it. So when I so when my mom showed me that shit, you know what I'm saying, I was all like, oh, well, it didn't fucking matter anyway, because I never got the fucking multiplier. So even with the three <laughs> fucking numbers I would have had, I'd have only got like ten fucking dollars. Now, although I would have took the ten dollars, but you know, fuck it. That's why I was throwing shit away. So no, nigga, we were never close to being millionaires, nigga. <laughs> Not at all, nigga. There was, a ticket, there was a ticket floating around, all dirty under some dirty ass bridge in Houston. Nah, no, nigga, floating around. He's in Houston under some dirty bridge. <laughs> no, nigga, you a liar. No, nigga, we never got anywhere near close to being a fucking millionaire, nigga. Fuck out of here. That is hilarious. My bro said all or nothing trash. Yeah, <laughs> that nigga look at the first number. If the first number was like one, he'd be like, Do I got a one? Nope. Damn, I ain't got it. Throw it away. <laughs> you go check the other six numbers. <laughs> no, I'm saying I ain't looking at one if number. One number off the nigga was throwing that ticket away. Bro, no, bro, oh, fuck it, fuck that. You ain't about no, nah, we gonna tell the truth here, nigga. I was never <laughs> close at all. Not even that remotely close, nigga. It's like one, y'all know it's like a one in like three hundred million chance. Like no, nigga, I was not close as, at all, nigga. <laughs> you was that one, cause no, nigga. I only, was nigga, I told you I never one. had more than three numbers, nigga, and never got the multiplier ever, dog. Like I, I have never gotten the, the multiplier. Wait a minute, you know what though? Because getting on you about the lottery, I 
ain't gonna say it again because I done said it already like three times in the family group chat. I need you to play. Man, look, 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 look. I, mean, I be winning. You know what I'm saying? Cuz, look, cuz don't have the kind of luck y'all think he got. Like, cuz is, oh, getting, yeah. cause, about, cause is getting certain blessings because he keep fucking up in life. So God <laughs> keeps trying to like cover his ass. You know what I'm saying? But he ain't about to cover that nigga for a hundred million lottery Yo, my ticket. Friend, <laughs> <laughs> dead ass my friends my friends my friend yo my best friend shout out to my best friend Delion in Jersey my best friend Delion in Jersey he nicknamed me Lucky Carlos and every time something happened to me he be like damn Lucky Carlos strikes yeah, I'm telling you bro like Trash. nigga I'm like, I'm like the luckiest nigga you will ever meet <laughs> Well, if, if you're you the luckiest nigga ever, nigga, don't let me be lucky, nigga. <laughs> you be struggling, nigga. <laughs> I, 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 you're wasting twenty dollars on a bet you ain't have, nigga. <laughs> let me let me never get that lucky, nigga. <laughs> he don't be talking about all the L's he be taking. <laughs> like I like how he had a flat tire in the middle of nowhere and they know how to change that bitch. <laughs> You know, like, he only highlight the moments where he get by. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he don't never talk about I the L's. He don't never discuss. He don't never discuss the oh, L's, man. man. He only talk about the dubs. Okay. Oh, All right. man. Okay. <laughs> okay. He ain't talk oh, about the goodness. girl that he emailed that never talked to him. He didn't respond back to him. <laughs> Uh, he ain't talking about that you know what I'm saying we, we ain't talking about them males you know what I'm saying he only he only I like the good shit oh, oh alright cuz <sighs> okay um, uh, females of y'all out there listening he lying I ain't never sent no email <laughs> oh nigga <laughs> why the fuck you lying exactly exactly Nigga, come oh, on, man. Shit. Stop the <laughs> foolishness, man. Stop it. Whew. Stop okay. it. Okay. All right. Oh, we're running behind now. Let's get let's get up on this foolish from social media. All right, we're gonna skip one up. We're just gonna go ahead and get to the main one here real quick. So we're just gonna talk about this because it was on social media. But somebody explained to me what in the fuck would possess anybody to pay twenty four million dollars yeah. to place a fucking diamond into yeah. the middle of your shit. Million your forehead. <laughs> Yo, nigga, why? So wait a minute. So wait a minute. Did he really do it and go through with it? Yes, yes. nigga. He said he been paying on that shit since what? Twenty seventeen. Uh huh. Twenty four million dollars. Like you know what you could have done with that money? But I ain't like, never seen no. Yo. I ain't never seen no diamond in his head. Huh? It's pink. I ain't it's a natural pink diamond. To be honest with you, like when niggas be saying little Uzi, niggas be having to show me a picture of him because I be forgetting what he looked like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, honestly. Uzi. Like when I saw the picture though, I mean, it so looked like a diamond, diamond was in, in the his middle head. of his shit. Right in the middle of his forehead. I don't know. Google that shit, Ashley. Tell us right now. Pull up a picture of Lil Uzi right. Tell me if that nigga got, mm-hmm. if they got pictures of that nigga with a diamond in the middle of his shit. Cause honestly, I was gonna say the same thing. Cause like, I, I didn't even know. Like, I just saw that shit on Twitter. Like, nigga, yeah, what the I'm fuck? Like, I never. Yeah. But that's just wild, bro. Like, who in the fuck does some shit? Like, you know the Pink <laughs> you know Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle yeah. show. He should have never gave right you here. niggas money. Like he that nigga should have never. Gave that part, money. he yeah, that's exactly yeah. There he is right here. Diamond the Miller shit should have never gave you niggas money. He he part of that group of people. <laughs> God damn, bro! I just sent it to y'all. I cannot believe for the life of me that somebody would pay twenty four million. Like I feel like he exaggerating. Like that's almost like some clout type shit. Like it costs twenty four millions to plant that shit into the middle of your shit. 
I can see it costing. No, I think that's how, or unless that's no, how I think much. That's how much the diamond. The diamond's worth. Hold on, wait. So that so he bought a twenty four million dollar diamond. Yeah, yeah. Pink and diamond. then he had it implanted in his forehead. And I'd clap that nigga for that shit real quick. Man. Yo, that's what <laughs> Just, I'm saying. Twenty four, bro. You said it like I would absolutely kidnap that those nigga. Those are the ones like the I mean, you shit. know what you could have done with twenty four million dollars? Like seriously, twenty four like, million dollars for that I'm shit. Confused. It's I'm like, confused on how this is placed in his head, though. Like, I know, right? Is it sewn in? Like, like drilled in? Like, how like, is this place is glued on? Did like, he have to cut out part of his place? part of his skull to get that shit in there? Yeah, like, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, they have to I drill into his skull or some shit like that. Like, that's, that's that's beyond the point. Nigga. Like, how do you get a, a diamond planted in your head? Like, there's only a thin layer of skin in your skull. Why would you get a diamond planted in your head, nigga? So I was gonna stunt. make this he reference. Can stunt and be like, "Yo, I'm that nigga." <laughs> no, I'm, t- I'm tired. I'm tired of talking to niggas, man. It's, he wanted to be like Vision. It's, it's too much. I know, right? <laughs> nigga, like version hood, of hood version. Look of, at the picture I just sent y'all. <laughs> hood version of fucking Vision. Straight up, bro. That's really what he looked like. That's crazy. You know that nigga saw that shit and thought back to the Avenger movie, like, "Oh shit, Yo, nigga, that should be cold, bro. That should be lit, nigga." <laughs> and then they got. I, I honestly don't know what will be going through their head when they when they make these decisions. Twenty four million dollars. Okay, if you spend ten thousand dollars, okay, whatever. That's still a lot of money, but whatever. But twenty four million. Hey, yo, fuck, nigga, a million dollars, a million. He spent a million. Anything over half a half a half a mil, like you don't lost your damn like, mind nigga, on something like, stupid like, like that. Nigga, you really don't lost like, your, your mind. I watch I watch Million Dollar Listing LA and there's legit twenty four million dollar mansions in LA. Thank you. Thank like, I'm you. I'm talking about huge ass estates for twenty four million dollars. Well, he could have bought it in cash and called it a day. And caught it. Like, yeah. Yeah. But you got a diamond planted in your head. Or, or or bought multiple homes <laughs> cash. Know. You know, it's just man. we could go on all day what he could have done with course, that twenty four million dollars. I, I don't care what a nigga do with twenty four million dollars. All I know is is that this ain't what the fuck he's supposed to do with it. <laughs> That like that's it. that's all I'm saying. This ain't it. That ain't he could have took the fucking diamond. Honestly, he could have bought it and stashed it, right? And maybe it'd be worth like sixty million, like fifty years from now, some shit, right? I don't, I don't fucking know. But what I do know is, is that it shouldn't be resting in the I mean, middle of his fucking. It, so. I mean, right? So, <laughs> so, 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 to a certain extent, right? This may be an investment. I don't fucking know, but I just feel like it's goofy as shit because he put it in the middle of his fucking head. <sighs> I'm fucking annoyed. All right, let's. let's I concur. Going. Okay. All right, let's get into this topic of the week, though. So, up this week, alas, love language. And if you've been following us, you know that we have been doing, we are doing a six-part series over the five love languages, ranking off, uh, reading off each of the five love languages in the first five. And in next week's episode, we will finally reveal or go more in depth on what our love language test gave to us, our reveal to us and you know how it's impacted our lives. So up this week is physical touch. And this is the shortest chapter in the book uh, mm-hmm. by far and really just basic, just straight to the ground. I know I've said that about some before, but honestly this one is right. Like there's um, physical touch is just a way of communicating emotional love. You know, he refers to the body, uh, in the book as the body is for touching you know what i'm saying he he goes real in depth not real in depth but he is you know a basic breakdown of the fact that uh the body i mean 
uh, the power of touch, unlike every other sense, um, has multiple places, other places on the body, like your entire body. You can feel something um, unlike taste where you can only taste things in your mouth here. You can only use your ears to hear. You can only use your eyes to, to see. You can only use your nose to smell. But with touch, you know what I'm saying? Touching can occur in any area of the body. And as you know, in some places you have more touch receptors than others. You know, that's why specifically speaking, sexual touch arouses us so much because in those areas, the sensory receptors are so heavily uh, clustered there that it gives the sense of arousal whenever they're stimulated. So in which case, uh, you have to know whether or not your spouse or significant other, if the physical touch is their love language. Uh, now, I guess it's, it's, it's hard to say if you can even really determine if this is because to me, this feels like one that might get complicated, not complicated, but it'd be hard to determine if this is your spouse's love language, because to me, I've never really been around anyone who doesn't like to be touched. You exactly. Know what I'm yeah. Like, I, I know people don't like to be. I know I've been around people that don't like to be touched by people that don't fucking know. Or, you know, you mm-hmm. touch somebody on the shoulder and they're all like, you know, they ain't really that intimate with you on that level. And they'd be like, yo, don't touch me. You know what I'm saying? Or they're like I mean, upset. I think it depends where you're being touched, too. Well, of course, right? Like, you know, like there's, but I'm saying in general, I've never been with a, a, a woman who told me, yo, I don't like, like, don't touch me. Don't touch you me. Know? Like, a, per- a person that you're intimate with or have a yeah. relationship with, like, yeah, yeah, don't touch me. Maybe if I made a man. I've been told that at the club. I just walked up to this chick and I was like, yo, what's up, shorty? And grabbed her arm and she said, don't touch me. Uh, so yeah, again, that's, that's a person that you're intimate with <laughs> in a relationship. So, so <laughs> what yeah. part of that you didn't get? <laughs> you know, he part of his Not generation. Not a random stranger in the club, like yeah, my nigga, don't touch me. I don't know you. He part, part of the generation of niggas that don't understand shit. Oh my <laughs> goodness Because I mean, it was pretty self-explanatory, but this nigga decided to say some exactly. shit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, duh, nigga, she don't fucking know you. <laughs> like, yeah, nigga, who the fuck are you to be touching me, nigga? You ain't got enough money, nigga. Oh, man. <laughs> I, can, yeah, you I, can, got money. I can tell by how tight your pants are. <laughs> oh, shit. I can, see, I can see your wallet through your pants. <laughs> that shit flat, nigga. <laughs> That while they flattening the bitch. My stomach hurts. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, nigga. Come back when your wallet thicker, nigga. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Shut down real quick. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, any other time a woman told you not to touch her cuz? I feel like this has happened more than once, though. Uh, what, what, hold on. What do you mean? I feel like a woman like told you woman. more than once not to touch her. I'm, I'm nah, sure. And it. actually, I was just playing about that. <laughs> nigga, a full blown line, nigga. He definitely line. took an L in the, the club. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> you, 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 get out of here with that. I've never just walked up. I'm not. I'm not that bold. Uh, honestly, I'm a big teddy bear. I am not that bold. I don't believe so. Like, I feel like he's like I, I swear to God, I do not just walk up <laughs> on a female and be like, "Yeah, what's up, shorty?" And then like grab their arm or whatever. I'm not that aggressive at all. Yeah. Not that aggressive. Okay. Not until I like. Hey, you got some. Look, you, you got some out. Then I. No. You. You got something out there that's bold. I'll never forget a dude came up behind oh, yeah, me and oh, slapped yeah, the shit out bold. my ass. Yeah. And I didn't know him. Like, he just came. 
It was so loud, people turned their heads. He took a handful of my ass in his hand. And in out of reaction, I turned around swinging. And he lucky he was tall because I decked him in his chest and missed his face because I'm like, you don't know me. She said he grabbed a handful of ass. Like, yo, like, you would think dude was my dude. Like, no. I turned around swinging again. If it wasn't for the fact he was tall, he would have got it right in the chin. But I got him right in the chest because it's as was Definitely back in the game, dog. I done seen some wild shit in the club. Like, niggas just running through that hoe, touching ass. Like, nigga, who is you, nigga? Who what, raised you? Exactly. Nigga? Like, what's wrong with you? You just don't yeah, go I walking never, up to I a random girl talking about, oh, shit, I couldn't help yeah. myself. I couldn't let a <laughs> fine ass walk past me and not do nothing. Yeah, my nigga, you could have. You could have said, hey, no, how you doing? <laughs> what's up? But you thought the... Yeah. Doing nothing. <laughs> It was, you know what's even worse? But you know what's even worse? His homeboy, when I turned around swinging, his homeboy like jumped at me like he wanted to fight. He was mad at me for swinging at him, but you're not understanding the situation. Dude slapped my ass, but you're a grown ass nigga that wants to fight me. I kicked off my heels. I was like, what's up? Like, I'm not. (laughs) Oh, shit. Ash, wow. Sis, wow. (laughs) Yo, nigga, it can go down, nigga. You need the hands now, nigga. On the spot. And then dude that's that a I hit physical touch. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, and yeah, then that's the a... dude that I hit, he got in the middle of it. Nah, nah, man, it's cool, it's cool. You know, I just couldn't let a pretty thing walk by blah, blah, blah. Like it was a whole big scene in front of the club. Like I'm like, see, this is why I don't go to clubs. Like I can't. Niggas don't know how to act. It's they funny that you mention that because uh like, like I said, physical touch can relate hate. Or love, and sis was definitely about to put them hate on them boys, man. That part, <laughs> she was definitely about to put the physical hate on them. Niggas. <laughs> like I will break you, nigga. Oh, <laughs> like don't play with me. You but, don't know me. He was okay? just trying to. He's just trying to love on you, sis. He was just trying to love on you. Love you know on me, my ass. You know what I'm saying? In a creepy ass way. <laughs> exactly in a creepy ass way. <laughs> right. That whole part. All right, we getting off topic. But through the book, he talks about how like. I mean, through the chapter. No, um, no, I mean, we're still talking about touching. We're still talking about touching. I mean, I guess, right? I mean, to a certain extent. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah. But, you know, he says, you know, don't make the mistake of believing that the touch that brings pleasure to you will bring, will bring pleasure to them. So, once again, mm-hmm. right, this is where you get into, like, mm-hmm. different dialects. Where, yeah. like, you know, the touch can either be explicit, i.e. sexual, or it can be implicit. You know what I'm saying? Like a shoulder rub or, like, a touch on the middle of the back or, like, a neck rub or something like that, right? So every touch I give is sexual. <laughs> every touch. I, I feel like I feel like Cuz has been waiting for this moment to come up. He has like <laughs> come up. You know, here I thought it was acts of service I was worried about. No, it should have been this one to be worried yeah, about. Like, <laughs> but anyway, uh, and that's very important though, right? Because you do have, I have heard of a segment of people that like, they don't get aroused through like straight, uh, you know what I'm saying? You got to butter them up. You know what I'm saying? You got to rub the neck, rub the arm, you know what I'm saying? Like massage them, you know what I'm saying? You got to work them down to get them warmed up, right? You, you just going straight from zero, throwing that shit into fucking fifth gear. Mm-hmm. Like they don't, they don't operate like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Every yeah. nine is you want like a quickie, <laughs> but for the most part, you know, you got to, 
You got to shift that motherfucker all the man, way up, man. Girls, man, them girls can kick rocks, boy. That's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> too much work. This nigga, this nigga contradicts himself so much, oh, man. So on one, much. On one so hand, much. this nigga like, I love him, boy. Like you a 19, like you a 1985 Chevy. Ain't going to be no priming up this motherfucker. Like he a romantic-ass nigga. Like he a Drake-ass nigga. Ain't going to be no, let me just turn you over. And then the next fucking... And then just turn you up. In the next fucking episode, this nigga like, oh no, nah, fuck all that romance shit, nigga. I'm just exactly. Trying to, like, I'm just which trying is to it? Like, like, which is it? Like, exactly. Like, who is this nigga? Who is? What, which is it? Like, one minute you're a lover boy, and one minute you. It's be, really like you some Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde shit, nigga. So who facts. Are, who facts. Are you, who, who are you guys? Are you, that are, whole part. Are, are you are you a lover? Or or just a nigga looking for a night, man. What, what, what is which it? is it? Which is it, Ooh, man? Wow, wow. I would consider myself a lover. Yeah. So, so talk like that, nigga. So 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 you friend, <laughs> nigga. So you friend. Nah, 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 nah. I ain't friend. I ain't friend. Uh, nigga, lie, bro. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so again, right? So it can be explicit or implicit, but really, it's up to to you to realize this. And that's why I say, to a certain extent, right? This still feels kind of a difficult thing to determine. If, cause you know, to a certain extent, you're also supposed to be trying to figure out like what your spouse's love language is, right? How do you determine if physical touch is their love language, right? Because I, I can't see, I guess if it's not, you could definitely know, right? Cause if you, if a person doesn't like to be touched and they be like, you know, I just don't care to be touched. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like when it's time for us to get busy, I don't mind it. But you know, when we're not getting busy, you know, then mm-hmm. okay. Right. But I can't see any, any wife, husband, or whatever, like not wanting to be touched on the shoulder, not wanting to be hold hands or different things like that. Like it's just odd to me that I agree. Yeah, right. It's just and odd if it does me. bother you, maybe there's some kind of trauma there yeah. that that triggers you. Okay, yeah. So yeah, it's it's just odd. But he goes a little further after, you know, discussing the different dialects where, which those are the different dialects, right? The touching can be either explicit or implicit, right? Um, because you do have certain people, um, certain people who physical touch that, you know, sexual intercourse is their love language, right? Like they, mm-hmm. they show love through sex. And mm-hmm. so that's how they want, or at least that's how they want to be loved. You know what I'm saying? So in which case, um, he talks, he goes a little deeper into the, into the, into the chapter where he talks about, this is the age that is characterized as the age of sexual openness and freedom, such as open marriages, uh, allowing other partners into the marriage, different things like that. Right. Which is kind of mm-hmm. true because like I said, like this shit wasn't an open marriage didn't exist 30 years ago. That shit was unheard of. Mm-hmm. I still say it's really fucking rare. That seems like a very hard dynamic to maintain. Um, I agree. I can do it. I can it do can it. be too you know, complicated. I can, do it. I can do it. You can do it if I can with, do it with her and another guy. Yeah, <laughs> my girl, another girl. Like no, 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 no my nigga. He said her an and open, another guy. You heard, marriage, you heard what he said. Oh, you heard what he her said. Another guy. Yeah, that's yeah. what an open marriage is, nigga. Open marriage is. Oh no. So yeah. would you be okay oh, with open, her being with another female. dude while yeah. being married to you? Kind nigga, of situation. See, a, that's a, what I'm talking about. And a man alive that wouldn't be able to do that. Nigga, what kind of stupid ass question is that? Exactly. What, what you mean, uh, nigga? I can't imagine a man not being okay with that scenario. Not being okay with it. You know what? Oh, but tell me. You know what? Never mind, cuz I might be might be selling short here. I have seen this shit be an issue with some guys. 
like allowing like their woman being attracted to women, like that, like that being an issue. Like, yeah, that's not, oh really that's not an issue for me. I mean, it wouldn't be an issue for me either. You know, if certain somebody wants to listen to this podcast, I would and... think a guy would prefer <laughs> that. I, I would think a guy would prefer. Yo. Oh, my goodness, you know, you just that in. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, like, I don't want either. Okay, but I would think guys. I think guys would prefer that than her being attracted to another I used man. To, I uh, like. Again, 10 years ago, I'd have argued you to the fucking ground. Bro, ain't no nigga ever gonna trip on that shit. But I be watching some of these reality shows, bro. They be like, really? There's some people out here that really Oh, yeah. Don't. These niggas out there, it's just like, no, only me. Like, yeah. no, no female, no male. Yeah, nothing. that ain't like, feeling yeah, mm-hmm. like, You know? Uh, so, in which case, I can't I can't say that. Sorry. Uh, you know, I shouldn't have sold you short, cuz. But, yeah, to a certain extent. Wait a minute. You know, and how some of these females these days, these studs, I think some of these dudes be feeling threatened. <laughs> Like, wait a Well, you ain't bringing no studs to the fucking limit. We ain't doing well, that. Yeah. I still, nah. actually, you know, I still wouldn't even mind that. You know what I'm saying? A stud, whatever. But you, I mean, just no guy. Fuck that. Like, okay. All right. Yeah. I guess yeah, that's all you nah. But I don't know. Nah. Nobody, I wouldn't. Ain't nobody, ain't, ain't nobody fucking my chick, cuz. Yeah, yeah nah. I couldn't, couldn't do it. Nah. All right, but anyway, but once again, right? So we're into this age of sexual openness, sexual freedom. Um, there's a lot more liberation that is being allowed within marriages that were never there traditionally, and so you know that's a that's a it's a dynamic that's hard to navigate sometimes. But at the same time, right? Like if <clears throat> sexual intercourse, if openness and things like that, it's like their love language, right? It's what fills their love tank up then, you know, you as the person that is with them need to know if this is a way in which you can allow them to be loved. Because if not, then, you know, it's probably not going to work. But if you can, well, you know, sky's the limit for you, I guess. Uh, But it does say that um, going even deeper than that, as he transitions out of, you know, sexual freedom and openness, he talks about that a physical touch is your spouse's primary love language, then cheating will obliterate their love tank and will take massive amounts of repair. So in which case, um, for people whose love language is physical touch, that it goes even deeper. Cheating touches them even deeper and even worse than uh, maybe someone else with a different love language, you know, because physical touch is everything to them. And now you've given that to someone else, you know what I'm saying? So in which case, it just completely deflates the love tank, obliterates it, and it will take massive amounts of therapy probably years before you can never really get back to the state as as if you can mm-hmm. ever get back to the state as what you once was um prior to the event um and lastly as he as he changes out of that um he talks about that you know during the time of crisis and you know you can tell that you know physical touch is always a way of loving because during the time of crisis we always go straight to hugging right like when someone's in, in is in pain is hurting loss of loss of you know physical pain or just um dealing with a, a loss of somebody or emotional pain we always hug right like that's the way in which we show that i care about you i love you i'm here for you you know what i'm saying uh <clears throat> and i think this is um very important because if 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 physical touch is your love language because even deeper than before we get to, before we transition out of this chapter here, 
Um, you would think that if physical touch is your love language, right? You tend to love in the way in which you want to be loved, right? So that means that you're probably a touchy person in general, right? I guess that mm-hmm. would be a way in which you can tell if that's that person's love language. But mm-hmm. I think this would be an issue because if you're with a, if your significant other is always touching other people, specifically Ooh, the opposite absolutely. sex, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because it would be hard. I won't say it would be hard, but you know, it would have to be something that you're okay with because again, right? Like that's the way in which they want to be loved. So obviously that's the way in which they're going to show love. So, you know, they probably touch somebody on the arm or the shoulder all the time. Right. But you know, as a man, you tend to, or anybody, right. You just tend to overanalyze that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think that having that open communication, talking about it, understanding who the person is, um, is a uh, very key, especially in this one. And lastly, before we finish out this uh, love language, one thing he talks about, he doesn't mention it in this chapter, but he does mention it in like a later chapter is that you should retake the love language quiz. If you got physical touch or um, specifically, I'm telling you, if you've never read the book, you probably want to retake the quiz mm-hmm. uh, mainly because uh, in a later chapter, he discusses in deeply that most men, 90% of men, I'm assuming, probably answer these questions with physical touch being their um uh love language right because in a in a book he gives a, a he gives a a what's, man what's the word i'm looking for he gives a, a story of a couple that he was helping and then he was all like oh i know she has sex. like a man was saying a uh, husband was saying i know she loves me when she having sex with me but as he probed deeper and asked more questions come to find out that it wasn't his love language it was actually something else and so the point of it being is that um is that when the love tank is full when the emotional love tank is full the sexual intercourse takes care of itself you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. you don't like you don't have to get sex to feel like sex doesn't necessarily have to determine whether or not you love for a person because when their love tank is full like the sex happens on its own right like the wife the husband wants to to engage in intercourse with you they that that takes care of itself so in which case i would encourage anyone that's taking the love language that's got physical touch especially men go back really think long and hard on these questions before you answer them and be honest and open and see what you get. If you want to get physical touch again, cool. Then that really is what yours is, right? But honestly, I would say that if you ain't really a touchy person, then you probably don't physical touch probably ain't your shit, and you just answering in a way for it to be top. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because you know you mm-hmm. thinking that it leads to more sex, but that's not the way the shit is supposed to work. If you loving your partner the right way, then the sex will come naturally. You know come naturally, but exactly. So in which case, uh, that's. You know, it's, it's actually crazy you said that because on mine, physical touch was the last had the lowest percentage. It was like seven percent for me. I would I would say that yeah, I don't. I mean, because me and Trish touch each other anyway, so I mean, like, it's not like I would say that I don't need it, right? Like, I don't need to be like touched. But I don't know where physical touch winded up on my shit. I know it wasn't number one. It might my number one was quality last. time. Physical <laughs> touch was second for me okay all right i don't know i'd have to re redo it uh but yeah that's all, all three of us should redo it after um oh, you no, know I don't, I don't have to now re- that we done went through it huh I, I don't have to redo mine mine is perfect oh. okay i just remember my top though i don't remember <laughs> what my second or third one was i guess i should redo it so i could get the breakdown of 
Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. But yeah, that's it. That wraps up physical touch. Straightforward. But if you're a man and you got physical touch, go recite that shit. You probably answered it in a way just to get physical touch. <laughs> but in which case, that's, that's probably not. Your girl, I need more physical touch. <laughs> it's probably not your love language. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, like, I ain't getting more physical touch. I ain't getting enough ass around here. Baby. I ain't getting enough ass around here. I ain't getting enough ass around here. I need to get some more <laughs> Nigga steered the question toward you. Oh my goodness! Objection. Leading the witness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> nigga oh, skewed man, that I shit. Oh, man. I could uh, really, really see niggas doing that. Shit. Bro, facts. Like Absolutely. when he said when he said that shit in the book. Like I, I went and retook mine because I ain't gonna lie to you. That definitely was my top. We didn't have an open and honest moment here. Yeah. I know. I know my new. I was all like, oh damn, I should probably go retake that shit, right? Because it, it makes sense, right? Men are men naturally are hypersexual, more sexual than women, because we have more testosterone. Uh, in which mm-hmm. case, you know, you think, you know, what I'm saying, like you, uh, in in a hypersexual society that we live in, you gear sex toward love, right? We feel like that is like the ultimate signal of the love of someone, right? But the love language is about loving you the way you need to be loved so that your love tank is full. You get what I'm saying? So that's why when he made, when he talked about it later in the book, in a later chapter where he talked about retaking a love language, if you got physical touch, cause like all, most men want to have physical touch is their love language that, you know, saying they're like, they're only seeing it from the sexual side of it, but not realizing that, that isn't how you're being loved. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because although you may be getting more, let's say you pick physical sex, right. And you're having, you know what I'm saying? More sex, but acts of service is really your love language, right. You're still going to be unhappy, right? Like, right. You're getting mm-hmm. more ass, but that ain't the end all be all right. Cause you're not <laughs> <Exactly>. being loved. <laughs> yeah. You get the ass. <laughs> <laughs> and here she, and here, lacking your, in other areas. And, and, here your, and here your wife is giving you more ass and you still pissed. Like, what well, damn. Exactly. Like, what? Right. You know, but let's say it truly is right. Okay. Then that, then that makes sense. But I would encourage niggas to go retake that shit because, um. Uh, like he said, when a love tank is filled, the the sexual side of the marriage takes care of itself. Okay. All right. So let's keep it pushing. Yeah, so that just lets all the ladies know out there, since physical touch came in last for me, that I'm all man over here, and that I'm in tune with myself. So I need physical touch to be number one, because I know mm. I'm gonna get that anyway. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Anyway. So <laughs> let's uh let's let's get back to let's get back to this episode because this nigga Steve was off charge. All right, let's get into this. Would you rather? So did y'all have one? Because I got I think I got a I don't know I might have a dope one. No, I don't have one. I never know. All right, cool. Uh, I'm the leader of the shit. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have a job that you love to death but hate the people you work with? Or have a job where you love the people you work with, but hate what you do. Ooh. Oh, I saw that one. Man, that one's hard. Mm. Damn, you did. I thought I thought I, I did. Shit yeah, I, nah, I, I did see that one. Maybe I saw it too. Uh, I just thought I thought I shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you saw some shit, but like you think it's your your own idea and shit. 
like woke up and was like, damn, so, this yeah, I thought right it, I thought, it, I thought of this shit during lunch, and I was like, oh yeah, that's a dope one. And then here, like here she is, all like, oh, I saw that one. Like, I ain't this bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. No, all that's right. a real good one though. So yeah, yeah. either you can work either... the job that you hate, but you around the people you really like, or work the job that you love, but around the people you really hate. Yeah, I'm talking about bosses too. Bosses oh, getting goddamn nerves. Coworkers getting goddamn nerves, but you love it. But you love your job, or you can work somewhere that you fucking hate. I get up and go to that motherfucker you... every day, but you love the people you work with. I think I'm gonna go with um, the people I work with. I care more about the people I work with. Right. I've, I've had shitty ass jobs or whatever, and if if the if like the culture is cool, I mean, I take my job right now in leasing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went from one leasing job that like the people was cool or whatever and stuff, but it was I don't know. It was overall I I, I just wasn't like fitting over there. And then I come over to this one. And everybody's just cool. We vibe. Everything's cool. You know what I'm saying? And it's not that I love leasing or anything. It's just a simple fact that, like, I really, like, enjoy going in there. Like, you know what okay. I'm saying? Waking yeah. up, going in to work. And it's not that I like leasing or whatever like that. You know what I'm saying? But you really but enjoy the people. Like, yeah, man. The people is, like, mad cool. Like, everybody's just cool, man. It's, it's like, laughter all the time. It's fun. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah. I think I would choose people. Okay. Definitely. All right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Hmm. I'm not gonna even lie. I think uh I'm thinking I'm with Cuz on this one too, because I'm such a people person and I am with him on that. Like that right there alone can make a shitty job. I was about good. I was about to say, yeah. yeah. The people you know you're around having a good yep. time, like it almost makes you forget you work a shitty job. Yeah. And okay. I feel like if you even doing what you love, but the people around it are like shitty, then you're going to end up hating what you love. You know what I'm saying? Like Exactly. Because you know, you're going like, to hate going to work because you don't want to be around those people. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? If I was a professional wrestler, yeah, that's like my dream job of all dream jobs. If I was in WWE, everybody, all the wrestlers, everybody, there were a bunch of dicks and assholes and shit like that. Like, I would fucking hate it. And I'd be like, you, Yo. it affects you mentally, too, and emotionally. Yeah, like, be, it I, disturbs I your peace. It. You won't yeah. be at peace because you you're around these people. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, all right. That yeah. whole part. Yeah. I was torn because, uh, although I'm a very sociable person, I don't even really give a fuck about niggas. So I could definitely do some shit that like I fucking love and just tune the niggas that I fucking work with out. Because also, you know, saying I can't, I'm, uh, how can I put it? I'm one of the people that can let shit go easily. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, you know, if niggas get on my fucking nerves. I don't know, just throw some fucking headphones and do what the fuck I got to do. Um. But I think, like, y'all, I think I would rather stick with coworkers that, like, I fuck with because if if you fuck with them, you know what I'm saying, the environment is better and a job is a job, right? And you can eventually yeah. grow to, you can eventually grow to hate some shit that you once love. But if you fuck yep. with people, right, like, yep. I mean, that shit will always be there. You know Absolutely. Right? So, Absolutely. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, huge yeah. difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, in which case, it makes huge difference everything. I mean, shit, I remember playing sports and shit or whatever and stuff. I love basketball. I love football. But I was on teams that made me fucking, like, hate the sport I was playing. Like, I didn't want to play that shit. I was like, yo, man, my teammates is whack. This team is whack. Coaches <laughs> is whack. <laughs> like, I'm just not feeling this shit. <laughs> and, 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 like, it made me hate playing the sport that I actually love. That's tough. So, That's tough, yeah. Man. And then I was on some really shitty-ass teams, but 
you know what I'm saying? The vibe was so dope or whatever and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like my high school team wasn't all that good, but like everybody was cool. It was all cool. Like, you know, our road trips was fun, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, and it was better, you know, so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. No, no. Like I said, I agree. So we're all three for coworkers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. All right. So next week, maybe these niggas think of something. Y'all write in to tell these niggas to think of some shit. I love a black history person, though. All right. Would you rather? Okay. All right. Would you rather black history? Oh, you do have a black history. No, 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 no. I'm saying because you know, like we're talking about the topic of black history person. I, I I actually have one. Okay. I know a lot of people don't know. He's like my favorite black person. Okay, cool. All right, maybe we'll discuss. All right, so now let's get into this foolishness. But before we get into the foolishness, let's talk about this honorable mention, man. Uh, because this shit was just so foolish that we had to talk about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so talk about a porch pirate. Detroit woman says her entire front porch was stolen right off of her house. A Detroit woman uh, has claimed a thief stole her entire front porch off of her home while she was at work. According to the Shade Room, India Gardner, who builds trucks at the Chrysler plant, returned home on Saturday from a long day at work only to find the culprit has slipped off with her porch. A before photo of Gardner's home shows her green steps connected to the residence, but in the after photo, all of the steps have been removed. Images shown uh, in, in one photo, her green steps are seen connected to her home, and after the photo, all the steps have been removed. In addition to the photos, to prove Nasir is wrong, Gardner shared video of her home. This is for y'all who thought my porch didn't get stolen. Garner is her saying the video. She explained to the shade room that she literally tripped before I realized that what had happened as she was trying to make her way inside her home. Whoever has my porch took my railings with it. She said she added. Damn, that's tough. Uh, She got a photo. uh, I'm going to talk about the photo here in a minute. I didn't know I would be buying a porch. You know, she said it's funny, but it's not. I'm laughing, but I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm <laughs> laughing, but I'm pissed. Gardner says she also asked her neighbors if they seen who snatched her porch, but she wasn't able to get any description of the thief. Since the incident occurred, Gardner has started a GoFundMe in order to replace the stolen porch. From experience, I believe this porch will be around 1200 to replace she wrote. It's unclear when exactly her porch was taken, but she does plan to file a police report. All right. So hear me out here for a second, man. Could y'all imagine coming home your fucking porch? Yo. <laughs> like, nigga, what hood do you live what? in, bro? Yo, I would have to come up to my house like, what in the fuckery is this? <laughs> like, what is really going on? Like, you ni- and you niggas ain't see shit. And you ain't see you ain't see a motherfucker who, take my porch. Who not who not sees who steals somebody's porch? <laughs> nigga, ain't some shit you do in five minutes, nigga. That exactly. shit take a minute, bro. He had to rip that shit exactly. off a brick. He had to Yo, rip that shit off a brick. <laughs> nigga, that shit ain't that ain't some shit you just do in a fucking five minute walk, nigga. Like that shit take a minute. So y'all niggas ain't see shit. Yeah, ain't see nothing. Open Yo, up okay. your eyes next oh, time. Man. <laughs> now there's two now there's now there's two theories here, right? Okay. If you ask me. There's two two plausible theories here. One, okay. her neighbors or somebody close somebody close to her is in on it. Because okay. ain't no way ain't nobody yeah. see shit. Or she needed a new porch so she had somebody steal that shit so she could start a GoFundMe to get the whole back. <laughs> oh, because, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody takes stress differently, right? So she could honestly just be laughing shit off like, man, the fucking niggas, man. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, she could just be laughing that shit off like, man, fucking hate niggas, man. But, you know, 
That's my because people. Because it's like, how else are you supposed to react? Like, I would be so Why? blindsided. Like, out of all things, the porch. At, well, one, I, I'll be appreciative. It could have been worse, but like, who steals a porch? Why? Like, out of all things, why a like, porch? What are you gonna do they with it? Take it. Like, how yeah. Do they like what they, they put on the back of a pickup truck or something like, like what the fuck like nigga like, why like and again, again with bro and nobody saw nothing like you niggas ain't seen <laughs> shit you ain't seen shit nigga y'all niggas ain't seen a fucking thing bro you, tell, like, you telling nah, me you niggas ain't you seen didn't shit hear nothing because it couldn't have been quiet like nigga i'm pulling up and down air knocking on every door nigga you telling me your ass that don't go to work <laughs> don't do nothing but sit out here and smoke weed all day you ain't see shit <laughs> It's for real, nigga. Like, like for bro, real? I'm hot. That's what we're doing. Hotter okay. Than, I'm hotter okay. than fish grease, bro. Because now okay. she can't get into a fucking house. She can't get into a shit, bro. <laughs> like, niggas install a porch, man. Like, dog, I'll be, oh, be hot, bro. Right, so, that's my thing. It's two plausible theories here. She needed a new porch, so she has somebody steal that shit. Or, somebody actually did steal that shit, and then one of the neighbors were in on it. Okay. So, that's just my thing. All right. Now let's That's get crazy. into the actual foolishness. I guess I'll go first since uh, I was tied for a second loser. <laughs> All right, my story, my story fired though. About to kill y'all niggas. It's over. That's uh, over. Sex addicted gamer sues Twitch for twenty five million, claiming burnt redness and chafed penis. Mm. <laughs> Eric Estevio of San Jose, California has filed a lawsuit in the Superior Court of Santa Clara and is seeking $25 million in damages from Twitch. In court documents, Estevio claims he suffered burnt redness from staring at the breast of female gamers and a chafed penis from constantly <laughs> masturbating using his electric fleshlight. Bringing things to a climatic head no pun intended, the claimant also states that he ejaculated onto his computer monitor, causing a small fire and subsequent power outage in his apartment. Amazon's Twitch is a social media platform that allows video gamers to share and monetize their streams and users to watch the live streams of those gamers while playing video games. Apparently, among the other things, in addition, users can upload videos of themselves creating art and music. Twitch is worth an estimated $3.7 billion. Among the millions of users that stream their video content are several females named in the lawsuit. Twitch users Loserfruit, Velvet underscore seven, Pokimane, QT Cinderella, Mizzy Rose, and and well-known Twitch contracted porn actress Sasha Gray, among others, are accused of violating the Twitch terms of service agreement by engaging and displaying content of adult nature, which is accessible by users ages 13 and over. The 56-page lawsuit includes explicit images and content to back Estevio's claim that Twitch is creating a hypersexual atmosphere that triggers his sexual addiction. According to the lawsuit, Estevio <laughs> alleges he is plagued by Crohn's disease, depression, panic disorder, agoraphobia, and obsessive compulsive disorder, which he claims drives his self-proclaimed sex addiction. Further, because of the COVID-19 lockdown restriction, Estevio says he was forced into isolation in the Twitch application, whereas scantily clad females do more than play video games. While using the application, Estevio states that he cannot separate male and female live streams and thus is forced to watch the sexually aggressive females. And in looking into the plaintiff's Twitch account, he subscribes to 786 female profiles, and zero males. Mm. Therefore, the lawsuit claims Twitch ex, ex, exacerbated, excavated, 
exacerbated. Exacerbated. Now, E X A C E R B A T E D. That S V O sex edition because <laughs> it's twisted programming and netcode made it nearly impossible for the plaintiffs to use Twitch without being exposed to such sexual suggestive content. Nigga, you. Okay. When asked for a comment, a Twitch representative told the New York Post, these claims are frivolous and have absolutely no merit. Seems they may have a point as it is the claimant's responsibility to properly clean his flashlight device to avoid chafing and infection at the tip, which requires near uh, neosporin as well as simply keeping his hands off his joystick. But again, in regarding over the law and reading over the lawsuit, it's clear that Twitch may actually be the one suffering from burnt redness. If they cannot see that these female users are uploading sexually explicit content, as well as providing links to their Instagram and Patreon accounts where any user, including minors can ogle even more dope content. However, with courts backed up due to COVID-19, it may be premature to guess who gets the shaft or the happy ending in this interesting case, <laughs> the shaft. Oh, happy hey. All right, so, <laughs> but I'm bump. Let me. Let me, let me. <laughs> so I've never been on Twitch, but I'm pretty sure it's like any other social media platform, which means, um, nigga, you get to choose who you follow. That part. So understand that you probably have a sexual addiction, but Twitch was just you what you were jacking off to. You would have had Pornhub <laughs> up on that motherfucker if it that wasn't part. watching Twitch. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like you need like it says nowhere in here that he you he once used Twitch to get away from it. But you know what I'm saying, women with scantily clad women caused him to, you know what I'm saying, switch over to their accounts and led to one thing led to another. Also, um, again, why when did when did the world Become a place. I mean, I know it's been like this for a while now, but honestly, wouldn't it become a place where you just blame everybody else for your fucking problems? So, yo, <laughs> you took it out of my mind because I'm just like this self inflicted. Like, why you feel like it's okay to sue a company for don't get on fucking your Twitch. issues? Like, exactly, just stop. Twitch, <laughs> like, Twitch, Twitch ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> Twitch is not at your house with a gun to your head. Like, bro, I need you to watch this right now. Nigga, I'm you just, chose to do that. That's I'm, like me suing McDonald's. For me, gaining five pounds because I kept eating quarter pounders. Again, if if I if I'm Jeff Bezos, Bezos, um, or if I'm in, whoever the CEO of Twitch is, right? Because I'm sure Jeff Bezos is the CEO of Twitch. Whoever the CEO of Twitch, I don't call no lawyers. I don't call anybody. I walk right into the fucking courtroom. Nope, I'm not defending nothing. I don't have no lawyers. I'm say one fucking thing. He don't have to have a fucking Twitch account. Exactly. In the discussion, I'm leaving. If y'all grant this nigga his plaintiff, I'ma sue y'all niggas. This is that stupid. Part. This is retarded. Exactly. This is dumb. So he beating his fucking meat to switch. He'd have beat his meat to any fucking thing, to man. To anything. To anything he would have access to, to. Who the fuck goes to Twitch to beat their meat? <laughs> like, who in the fuck does that, man? Nigga, oh, like, shit. get the fuck out of here, your man. Fool, get your foolish ass out of here. Fuck what you suffering from, nigga. Get the fuck off of Twitch, man. Don't and even worry again, about it. We you're remove your account. From that, it, you do not have. You don't have to be on Twitch. You don't have is to be on Twitch. Super, is he gonna sue for him? Exactly. Are you going Exactly. Fuck out of here. Exactly. Nigga. You know, say you gonna sue Instagram? Shit. Like, Facebook. Fuck, fuck out of here. Twitter. <laughs> like, get out of here. Yeah. All right, get your life. That's my, that's, that's my foolish story. Stupid. No, ass that is foolish. Fucking I ain't gonna lie, that's a good one, bro. Because that's some retarded shit right hey, there. The like, fuck? 
But, you know what's so bad about it? It's not even for a little mouth. He had the audacity to sue for $25 million. Really? Yeah, good. $25? $25 million? Get the hell out of here. And any judge who even accept this case, I, I, I need to talk to you. He, because clearly you got a problem, too. The fact that you would even entertain this situation. I mean, this, this is not your And what me. lawyer think they're going to win this case? Like, it's just so many foolish angles. <laughs> I mean, like really, right? Like, who it's did ridiculous. he take this to? That thought, okay, you know what? Yeah, I'm a, yeah, we can win this. I'm a, I'm a fucking uh, counsel you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think you got a case here, nigga. What the fuck? But <sighs> wait a minute, though. But you know, a lawyer's gonna take money, be taking money, and if he feels like, hey, you know, if this dude gonna keep, you know, paying me, thinking we're gonna win this case, hey, yeah, these, yeah, we can win. But we these niggas this. that do this case, they don't charge them. They they charge a you fee off of so? the earnings, off of the, oh. off of the. If you win, I got you. I got you. So if you win, we get this chunk of the money. I got you. So yeah, these when they go to some of these lawyers, they be like, "Nah, you don't pay us nothing. We just take forty percent of your winnings." You know what I'm saying? Some ain't right, cause uh, (laughs) y'all's tripping. (laughs) (laughs) To gonna sue because you you can't have self control on what you look at. And how you beat your shit? Like, nah, like, that's man. not what we doing. You ain't gotta. Have what no you doing? The privacy of your own home is your business. I ain't got nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying I'd be in the courtroom laughing every time they bring. That'd be like shit. him suing <laughs> OnlyFans, nigga. Ain't no one told you to to subscribe. Nigga. Like, <laughs> you chose that life. Uh, I just, oh my goodness! I'm so tired of niggas, man. Straight up, yeah, I, I give just... you a prize, bro. That's a good one. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. All right, all right, cause you're up, cause uh, you're a loser too. <laughs> <laughs> um all right so uh mine's gonna be quick and easy um and like i said it kind of ties into my irk um it's going back to boxing um so i came across um tmz sports and um there's a former football player named brandon marshall um he played in the nfl he played for the chicago bears um i actually liked him as a, a bear i liked him as a receiver um very good athlete um but he came out uh i think it was either today or yesterday uh oh yeah on the first um he came out and said that he wants to fight dante wilder um if you guys out there don't know dante wilder's uh, former heavyweight champion um pretty much knocked out everybody that he's fought except <laughs> for his last fight um <laughs> he got his ass whooped yeah, got but, things, um, but, um, but yeah, you know, yeah, get that for stuff. real, for real. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, so Brandon Marshall came out and he wants to like fight him, Dante and Wilder, y'all. Dante Wilder, and he said, "I'll outbox and outclass him." And yeah, so he's challenging him, and he even went on to say that he wants to fight him before September. And if he doesn't get the fight before to September, then he's just going to retire from boxing without having a fight. I don't know how you retire from something that <laughs> you ain't. You don't, <laughs> what did I get this nigga a pro card, man? <laughs> like, nigga, what you, maybe what that's you, new on me. Oh my <laughs> nigga, when did you get a pro gracious. card, bro? Maybe you'll go to the, maybe you'll go to the boxing hall of fame for the first person ever to be a pro athlete and go zero and zero. Yo, so. That'd be like me. Oh, if LeBron James don't take this challenge with me on the court, I'm gonna retire from basketball. Yeah, nigga, exactly. <laughs> I mean, who's like, who's you're looking not even for a you? pro? Like, you're not even a fighter. <laughs> Who was looking for you, nigga? Oh, but so, oh my so goodness, this is what is wrong with people? I, 
understand how, how like, the, the thought process I'm, in people's brains. Yes. I, you know, I'm getting sick and tired. I mean, look, you know, shout out to people like Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders and stuff like that. There are some freak athletes out there that can play two professional sports. Mm-hmm. And but I mean, they just are what one they of are. Them, no. You know what I'm saying? But you I mean, we're talking about combat sports. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I mean, he I mean, he did claim to his credit that he's been boxing ever since he's been five years old. So he knows how to box and he knows the sweet science of boxing and all this stuff. But which very well like, could be true. Like we don't you know, know he could be, but you know, thing, but, good. But like my thing though is is like now I know you couldn't have that much time to be practicing boxing throughout your NFL career because you're focused on being an NFL player. Your workouts well, with your friends yeah. and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? You are mm-hmm. focused on being an NFL player. So you had, you know, a pretty lengthy career. So I know, I mean, yeah, you probably boxed in the offseason a little bit or something here and there. It's like that. But you wasn't in the gym grinding out like you've been boxing like all these years or whatever. So there's just yeah. no way. Also, you got to You know what I'm saying? Like, you're because... not training to be a boxer. You've been training to be a football player. Yeah. So, yeah. You gotta, so, yeah. So, you, you know what I'm saying? Shit. To me, this is my oh, foolish yeah. story because I'm just like, bro, like, I'm, I'm so sick of these athletes from other sports coming over, trying to trying to get into the ring and fight yeah. and get a payday Why y'all or get some sports? clout. Whatever, yeah, like probably because of all things, like let's have like a celebrity basketball game or something. Like seriously, celebrity one on one or something. Well, you know, I, th- yeah, I think like, I think the boxing thing. celebrity one on one game or something. Like y'all niggas trying to get into combat sports. Like, <laughs> I think I think the boxing thing is, um, because it doesn't affect the win and loss of like a team, right? So yeah, like it's just that nigga getting his ass handed to him, you know? Yeah. So I'm just sitting up here thinking to myself, like, uh, but I thought to get like a pro card, didn't you have to have like so many golden glove fights and stuff like that? You know, the amateur record and shit. Like they just give I, pro cards out to anybody. I'm not, I'm not sure. Cause I used to box and shit. Um, and I had some amateur fights, but obviously I didn't make it pro or anything like that. I I I don't know. I think I think honestly anybody can just turn pro technically. It's just about really kind of getting fights and shit. I think no, I you, you know what I mean. You have, have to go through the commission and stuff. Yeah. You but. know what this reminds me of? What what was it on? Was it on MTV? Remember that cartoon or that clay animated thing? Celebrity boxing. Celebrity deathmatch. This is oh, yeah, so celebrity deathmatch. This is like the live version of that shit with all these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying, why don't they matches? fight other celebrities, right? Like, why y'all picking pro fighters to fight? Exactly. Oh, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. As much as I do hate the whole like Lamar Odom and Aaron Carter shit or whatever, I would prefer that than you stepping in the ring they, with Dante Wilder. Yeah, like, exactly. I want to see Dante Wilder fight a dude who's never had a professional fight before. Exactly. Like, what I'm saying, right? The like, fuck is that? Like, at least when Floyd Mayweather fought, um fought conor mcgregor conor mcgregor was an mma fighter and that's exactly he has some so at kind least of he knows what combat exactly. sports is he's been yeah. punched in the fucking face before exactly like, I, these I'm, you know saying these cats ain't, ain't did this shit yeah you uh, play football in front of many people all this stuff like that you know so you're probably not afraid in that aspect but it's just like yo when you get in that ring it's totally different than on know, a football man. field or a basketball court y'all saw what happened in nate robinson's ass Woo! on the tyson fight like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he tried to cross over and do something. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, he's a freak okay. guy. He took a L. He took a fucking a L. He played basketball and football in college and went to the NBA, and he could have went to the NFL. So that nigga's a freak athlete. But he, he got in the fucking ring and got his ass knocked out. Well, again, because boxing is about skill, right? Like, even more so than just being, like, a freak athlete because Dante Wilder is probably clearly a better athlete than, uh, what's the white boy name? 
that uh beat him up, the Irish dude. Oh, um, Conor McGregor. McGregor? <laughs> no, nah, man, that beat up Dante Wilder, man. Oh, you talking about the English dude, uh, yeah. Tyson Fury? He's yeah, a, Tyson Fury, he, yeah, right? He's a, yeah, he's an English. I'm yeah. saying, right? So I'm sure Dante Wilder can probably outwork him in a gym, but like that shit requires skill, right? Exactly. So, yeah. Again, mm-hmm. my thing is, is why don't these niggas start calling out niggas they used to have beef with? Like, like to me, what you call it? Uh, who to do? Who who to do that? Akeem Talib uh, snatched the chain from. Oh boy, he's a player oh, for the 49ers. Well, like Michael Crabtree or Michael something Crabtree, like that? Michael Crabtree and Akeem Salib in the ring would be dope, right? Because you want to yeah, see them yeah, niggas exactly. fight. You want to see like, them niggas fight. I don't yeah, want to see y'all niggas you. fight pro people, bro. Like, Thank nigga, you. Come, like, come, go fight the nigga that used to talk cash shit to you on the field, man. You just didn't right. get along with the rest of your life. Like, go, go handle that nigga, man. Don't come looking for no professional fucking fighter, bro. That's just, just goofy. But yeah, I feel you. Cause it that's it's, it's like when you share that shit, I didn't even know he had did this shit. Like, so when you share that shit, I was yeah. all like, this nigga has lost his fucking mind. Right. Like, like it's just you crazy. see this nigga was handing niggas they asked. Well, I mean, he was just knocking niggas out. But again, right? Like he was sleeping niggas. Like if he mm-hmm. caught you, like he was sleeping. Sleeping. You know what nigga. I'm saying? <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? But fuck it. <laughs> like, and Dante Wilder ain't the one to play with. Dante Wilder is not the one to play with. He done ran up on exactly. niggas that like was talking shit on social media and on like, top he's of that. On, like some Tyson shit. Like he knocks motherfuckers out. Bro. <laughs> and don't give a damn if he kill you in a ring. You damn know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that nigga said, you know what I'm saying? We allowed to do it. It's, it's, it's exactly. within the rules. To do it. Fuck. Oh no, nigga, this ain't the nigga you want to see. This is not the nigga you want to see. Stop, man. Move around. Okay. Nigga got nothing to lose, bro. <laughs> he, nothing, he don't care, bro. Knock your head off. That nigga was mad. They ain't let him die in the ring, bro. Like, you ain't trying to fight this nigga, man. Like, get the fuck out of here. I, I, I ain't trying to see that nigga. But, hey, maybe they, maybe you got the heart of a lion, bro. Maybe you got it. I ain't got it. Nothing. I ain't got it. <laughs> maybe you got it. <laughs> like, I ain't got it. Fuck, fuck out of here. Believe in yourself. Maybe he just believe in you know himself. You got to believe. You, you gotta, gotta dig deep. You gotta dig deep, nigga. Cause that's the only way you win in this shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. But yeah, that's my foolish story. Okay. No, no, that was definitely foolish. Okay, go. Uh, so my foolish story: woman strangles sister's boyfriend after injecting him with meth. Meth. Then her sister married their dad. It's some dark shit here. <laughs> some dark shit that she about to read <laughs> nigga Anna, Anna Marie plead guilty to killing uh, John McGear and she says she was made to do so by her father and sister who got married a few le- a few weeks later yes you heard that right as a matter Ooh. of fact it was the very night Anna killed John that led to her father and sister getting married they got Ooh. married after not only murdering someone but they uh even having a Valentine's dinner. So apparently this happened last year, but the sentencing just occurred uh, this year. Damn, what? Uh, but it wasn't oh, until after the meal, steaks, potatoes, and a bottle of wine that things started to get strange, uh, said Anna Marie, a third member of the family who, accordingly to the Bluefield Daily Tele- uh, Telegraph, joined in the murder of her sister's boyfriend. That night, John Thomas McGear was uh, struck on the head with a wine bottle, tied up, tortured, injected with methamphetamine, strangled, buried, uh, dissentered, uh, dismembered, and then buried again, according to the outlet. On Wednesday, following the guilty pleas of the conviction of her father and sister, <clears throat> Con, uh, Anna Marie, 33, of Boone, North Carolina, plead guilty to second-degree murder in 
and the death of McGreer, 38, reports say. Anna Marie's sister, Amanda McClear and McGear were a couple at the time of his murder inside the home where Anna Marie lived with their father, Larry McClear, sir, in Sky Gusty, West Virginia. <laughs> Sound like some delivering shit going on there. Uh, <laughs> Yo, man. <sighs> yes. So I'm already summing up because this is a pretty long article, but I'm already summing up where it's what it sounded like to me is pops and sis wanted to get together and felt like they needed to get the boyfriend out the picture. So they used the other sister and convinced her to kill old dude. Bro. Authorities located McGear's body in September of 2019 in a shallow grave on the property after Larry told police where to find it while being questioned for another offense. Larry plead guilty, first-degree murder, and was sentenced to life in prison. Amanda, whom he married, pleaded guilty to the same um, month to second-degree murder and was sentenced to 40 years in prison. Um, Anna, Anna Marie described events surrounding the murder during her court hearing, according to the newspaper. About two weeks before Valentine's Day, McGurr and Amanda were traveling from Minnesota when their vehicle broke down in Indiana. Larry and Anna Marie went to pick them up and moved them into their home. The couple were coming off meth pretty hard, Anna Marie said, and decided to brew a new batch with ingredients that Larry helped them buy, although the ingredients failed to this properly, Amanda McClare retained a liquid in a jar. Anna Marie said that during this time, she saw her father go off to the side to speak with her sister, but Anna Marie said that she wasn't yet aware of the intimate relationship between the two. She also said her father asked her to cut up some pieces of rope, a request that didn't seem strange at the time. Uh, what other scenario you feel like somebody needs to come up to you and say, hey, uh, let's cut up some rope? Like, why wouldn't you question that? <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know. What, do they live on a farm? Bro, like, if I'm at your house and... Do they and I kind of like, farm? bro, I need your cup. Like, you you tell me you ain't going to... Yeah, exactly. Like, well, yeah, you I'm have question, some kind of reaction. I'm a, well, I'm going to question you because you live in a fucking apartment. So, like, <laughs> I'm saying, they live on a farm. I'm just Why saying, this, you need the rope? this part of the story don't seem that odd because, like, if he if he do shit with ropes, you know what I'm saying, it may not have been, okay, you know, my dad a handyman. He probably need the shit for split. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, he they came to haul it... Huh? <laughs> he had rope, you know what I'm he saying? He had rope. You know? Yeah, they came know. to Holiday Meal where Amanda kept the wine bottle close at hand. When Larry said he wanted to play a game, a trust game, Amanda had been joking about how she was able to get out of anything. She was able to tie herself up and nobody would believe she could tie herself up that way. I'm just, at the end of the day, this is just some off weird white people shit. Like... <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna put it out there like, I used to be able to say that but honestly I've been hearing about black people chopping people up and burning bodies and shit lately so you oh, know well, what I'm saying know, I don't know okay like, wait a minute hold on though hold well, on. shit going on yes, in this world man we uh, a lot of crazy shit going on yes we've been hearing some you know minorities cutting up people who have you read and seen that they're marrying their siblings 
Ah, uh, okay. All right. Okay, no, that no, part. No, okay. That, that whole part. Touché. Okay. That's some weird this shit. is this is some hills have uh have eyes kind of situation. Hills like we're, we're not <laughs> we're not about that life. So um yeah, like I said, with this story, what it sounds like to me, they've been plotting. Uh daddy and homegirl wanted to hook up. They felt like they needed to get the boyfriend out the way, which I just don't understand why can't you just break up with somebody? Uh, why do we need to inject somebody with meth? They just and it didn't work. They just wanted to kill somebody. Pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty much. And the sister fell for it, which I just, you know, they had her do it because she had nursing skills. So they had her inje- had her inject the meth and he didn't die. So then they talked her into strangling him and then the rest was history. So, uh, yeah, that's my foolish story. Okay. <sighs> Definitely foolish. That's wild. Uh, I mean, I don't really have anything much to say about this. That shit is just some of the weirdest shit I ever heard in my life. <laughs> I mean, really, right? Like, it's, you know, people have been killed before, sure. People have uh married. I mean, people have married. You know, saying their own. I don't, I'm not gonna say their own. Uh, well, they have married their own family, but I have never heard of a mother, a father, and a and a daughter killing the boyfriend so that they could get married that is a that's a new twist yeah. to the plot that's a new twist to the plot just okay. a little bit a just big a, twist just a tad bit you know just a tad bit <laughs> but again these are foolish times and that is why we exist uh to bring to you the most foolish stories of the week so y'all know what time it is it's time to present our case to the jury i'm gonna go first so i can get my shit out the way so that way y'all niggas can't block me here we go <laughs> all right let's get to this shit and let's dig deep here for a second. Let's really dig deep into this. Is elements of this foolish? Yeah. But honestly, this shit is just kind of creepy and fucked up. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. You know what I'm saying? Foolish. Well, crazy. Let's just, let's just call it what it is, right? It's, it's certain elements of foolish, but in reality, this is just kind of some fucked up shit. Okay. All right. Let's it's move a on. horror film. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, mini, a, it's a mini film. horror film with some satire in it. You know what I'm saying? It's like a horror film. <laughs> it's, it's a mini, mini horror story with some satire in it. Uh, oh, American, American Horror Story. Sorry, Stop the Foolishness Edition. <laughs> Stop uh, the Foolishness Edition. <laughs> <laughs> now let's move on to cuss shit. Uh, cuss shit is foolish, right? Truthfully, fucking football pro athlete trying to fight a boxing pro athlete two entirely different sports two entirely different skill sets uh but you know again niggas been fighting niggas they shouldn't have been fighting all their life right you know what i'm saying <laughs> you done been in high school seeing a nigga that shouldn't have been picking a fight with another nigga and got his ass handed to him so honestly this is just a nigga <laughs> thinking that he got more skill than what he got you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. niggas been beating their chest you know what i'm saying once again this is just another day where a nigga's about to learn a valuable lesson and that is you ain't the biggest dog in the room you know what i'm saying so that's how that shit's gonna end now let's get to mine mine is clearly the most foolish i don't even know why these niggas signed up this week they could have just gone ahead and let me have this shit but it is what it is so i gotta present this shit to you but again my guy my my client he claims that he's gonna sue twitch for 25 million dollars that's 25,000 that's 250,000 that's 2,500 not like he was just trying to get like his monitor replaced or some shit this nigga sued is trying to sue twitch for 25 million dollars because he chafed his penis using a flashlight too much and has burned redness 
First off, that shit <laughs> is amazing. I did not even know you can burn your fucking retinas. You know what I'm saying? I know you can do that shit by looking at like some fucking welding without the little helmet on some shit. You know, some 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 serious blinding ass shit. I did not know you can burn your fucking retinas from looking at a fucking computer screen too long. But apparently, I guess you can. That's awful. Also, like, on top of that, that's crazy. This nigga is trying to sue Twitch for something that he does not even have to have an account to. Twitch mm-hmm. is not a source of life. It is not the elixir of youth. It is not something that is required for this nigga to exist in the world. And yet he has the audacity to try and sue the company for 25 million because he created a fucking account. <sighs> this is clearly the most foolish shit of the week. I rest my case. And again, I mean, this shit on a note to let you know that your boy should be <laughs> the only person to get are. a vote this week. Cut the damn music. And now these niggas hating. All right. Now Time go. for cold theory to speak. Now, let's go to Ash. <laughs> I'm with my cuz. <laughs> this, is a, this isn't foolish. This is just fucking downright creepy. It's, it's fucking scary. It's creepy. It's, it's a creepy. fucking horror movie. Horror movie. That needs to be wrote. Need to read. Because yeah, right, make this a is movie. some That's crazy, right. horrific shit. Definitely need to get and a series of this shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I could definitely see Netflix picking this up. Yeah. Like, definitely oh, yeah. Netflix series on this. The, you know what I'm saying? So this is just more crazy than anything. So, you know, you know what I'm saying? You have to pick foolish stories, not crazy stories. So definitely this is uh more crazy and horrific than uh foolish. Now, going to my cuz over here. Stop. Go home. I want to talk. I want I want all the men. I want them to um listen real close right now because I gotta ask you a question. The fuck? Have y'all ever had blue balls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, All men have had blue balls. Okay. And it fucking hurts. It hurts. It hurts when you can't bust your nut. So why are we chastising a man who just wanted to bust a nut? He had blue balls. He was emptying them hoes all day. He was emptying them because he didn't (laughs) want blue balls. It's called porn. That's why when you ask the question, have you ever had it? It hurts. So we're not We shouldn't chastise this young brother. Because of the fact that he wanted to beat his meat. That's human nature. Let him do his thing. You don't keep that shit inside. You ejaculate. Free the ejaculation. He's suing him though. He should sue him. <laughs> what? Because they, they made him beat off too much. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Word. <laughs> but if he be, if he was beating off too much, he ain't got blue balls. See, objection. I feel like. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I feel, exactly. I feel like he feel like he's adding in information that's unnecessary here. Exactly. <laughs> Man, can we keep it pushing? So in the end, he's adding the boy a over evidence here. that wasn't presented to the prosecutor, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Your boy over here has the foolish story because we all know. Come on, y'all. Especially all my boxing fans out there. Even if you don't know boxing, you know fighting. At the end of the day, like. You don't go, if you are a square, you don't go up to the biggest nigga in the yard and go pick a fight with him. You just don't do that. You stay your square ass to the side. So Brandon Marshall being the square right now, being that he comes from a totally different sport, is way out of his league, you know, punching a bag, a bag don't hit back as what I think that was Bruce Lee said it best. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, that shit don't hit back. So 
you getting in the ring for your first ever professional fight in this atmosphere to fight Dante Wilder is just really fucking foolish. And it's foolish for you to even come out your mouth and say that. But Matt respects to your football career and everything. I actually liked watching him as a player. But um, yeah, you got the most foolish story this week. So go on and um go on and vote y'all for your boy called Theory. Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna get you a mini you know one because I'm not gonna hit the hit the sound effect. But mm. I'm about to, I'm about to. You know what? What I'm about to, I'm about to switch it up real talk. Yeah, my shit was creepy, but you know what? I'm gonna give props to bro. Like his story was really <laughs> foolish. Yeah, let's go. Like B. real, I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep it real. His story was really, really foolish. Yes, was cut story foolish. Y- yeah, like you, you can't just be crossing over thinking you' about to be the champ. Not, not today, bro. You' about to get your ass beat. It is foolish. But bro, I ain't gonna lie. I, I I'm not gonna even rest, you know, argue mine because bro really did have a good one. I'm switching it up this week. Hold up, She's hold only up. saying that because she on. knew she wasn't gonna get any votes. All right. Oh my god. <laughs> Again, my story down. I y'all know what to do. It. Avenge your boy. It. Get all them votes in for your boy Rose. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm outnumbered. This is a brother sister, you know, <laughs> you know, so I'm outnumbered. On the on on offhand here, on the on offhand here, I'm gonna say I'm it's, a tab, a it's a tad bit unfair for cuz at the moment, only because she is my sister. But at the same time, y'all shit is clearly not more foolish, nigga. I mean, that's probably a scientific breakdown to how y'all shit just ain't more foolish than mine. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like getting into all that. Oh, Fans, and another thing, another thing, really quick, really quick, really quick. Um, the okay. jury. Um, so we're gonna make fun of mental illness now. You know what I'm saying? He he. He obviously has mental issues, so, so we're gonna make fun of mental health. Are you serious? We're gonna make fun of mental health. This nigga is. Cuz might be the most unoriginal nigga in the world. Do you guys really want to vote for that? Conscience. He is the most. Do you really want to vote for that? Making fun of mental health. Okay, just keep that in mind when you're going to vote. This this guy is the most unoriginal nigga in all of existence. I cannot. Shit, we can make an argument that fucking Brandon Mercer is under some mental health issues, thinking he can fucking fight Dante Wilder, nigga. Napoleon's complex like a motherfucker. Oh, All right. Shit. Okay. <sighs> or narcissistic uh something. I don't know. Fuck it. All right. So uh that's it, y'all. Make sure y'all hit us up. Uh let us know uh who got the most full of story. So if you made it this far, we appreciate you for kicking it with us this week. Uh, make sure you click that link and uh, rate us on Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, uh, Overcast, all those places. You can also visit us at www.stopthefoolishnesspodcast.com to submit all your dope listening letters and vote for your most foolish story of the week. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and sign off. It's your boy, Imperator Rose. And it's your girl, Ash. And it's that dude called Theory. Oh my goodness. We out. Happy Black History Month. <laughs>